0: The NBA is on TuneIn, streaming every NBA game around the globe. It's time to bring you the confrontational frontcourt of Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Ball! Oh, Kmart sends it home. This is Two Man Weave, live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, on the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals.
1: Yes, 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 we're back. Yes. This is the Two Man Weave, NBA on TuneIn. My name is Michael Rappaport. We are coming live from the South by Southwest Two Man Weed Festival. I'm in here with Kenyon Martin. You dig? You know what I'm talking about? Texas. Texas born, in, Texas born and raised?
2: Um, not born, but definitely raised. Texas definitely. is I'm your te- home? Texas made, man. I'm Texas made.
1: Texas I'm, made.
2: I'm Texas tough.
1: Texas tough. I'm Kenyon born. Martin who wants that action. One of the best lines that's ever been kicked. We're here down in South by Southwest. If you hear any background noise, I I, I, I got to do a little rant on South by Southwest because we were in New Orleans and it was a little nutty. Yeah. Uh, everywhere you go, every way, every way you look, everywhere you turn, there's some sort of music going on down here.
2: Definitely. That's a good thing, man. Music is... Um it brings people together, man. I Kenyon, know, it's a, a good thing. thing. Okay. And there's some good shades, too, brother. Yo, I'm going to shade. get into my shades. Yo, these are good, I right? i have to get them off for you, man. I like them. This I is a like two-man
1: them. weave. Two men wearing sunglasses during the daytime. Neither but, am I here. But, Kenyon, I, 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 I don't want to be woken up by some indie rock band outside my window. <laughs> I, I just realized I had a flashback to last last year. Uh, These guys are over there playing music. I don't know what this is. I don't know what the name of this group is over here. Uh, And it's, I don't know, it's 2 o'clock here in in, in Texas. Uh, Time to turn it down.
2: (laughs) I think it's going to be going for a while.
1: No, 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 no. Play a song I recognize. (laughs) Uh, Let me hear something
2: I'm maybe a little bit more familiar with. Maybe if you give them requests, you know what I'm saying? You send your requests over there, maybe they can knock it out for you.
1: But Kenyon Martin and I are doing this show live in Austin we are both rocking our sunglasses, looking fantastic. This is a whole new look for me now. You, you rock dark sunglasses, All like the time. okay. Now this is—I've been wearing these for less than 24 hours, yes. and my life has changed. <laughs> okay, it, it, for those of you, this is a, a radio forum. These are the uh, uh, the Ace Rothsteins from Casino, the Hubie Browns. I got them at a little shop down here in Austin called All Things Jewish. Okay, and it's it's a. It, and I look fantastic, and I feel like people are treating me different. Like, they're a little bit skeptical. Like, they're a little nervous. You got your celebrity
2: nervous. on now. You got your celebrity. Yeah, back up. All you got to do is wear them in the airport now, and then you're legit. That's it. If you wear, them, you wear them in the airport, you wear them on the plane the whole time, then you're legit.
1: It, 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 took, me, it took me 20-something years of being a high, high, high-end celebrity to finally do it. <laughs> but I figured it out.
2: You figured it out.
1: This is the two-man weave Kenyon Moore and Texas Tough. Kenyon Morton, Michael, Michael Rappaport, money-making Manhattan. We're down here. The NBA is, is getting tough. I'm going to just jump into it. We have created and identified the skinny genification of the NBA. Definitely. Okay? And, and the skinny genification moment of the week, Kenyon, the Golden State Warriors, who have been struggling, decided to sit, not just one player, not just two players, not just three players, but pretty much the whole team versus the San Antonio Spurs. Not versus the Philadelphia Sixers at home, or not versus even my New York Knicks at home, in a game that actually meant something. Definitely. It wasn't just some oh a random game on a Tuesday that had nothing to do with anything. I don't understand this. I need you to explain to me. The skinny genification uh a moment of the week why would the golden state warriors choose to sit that many players they set steph clay iggy and draymond versus spurs now the spurs had Kawhi, who was injured um because of the um the um uh, the protocol the,
2: yeah, the concussion concussion
1: protocol, protocol which we're going to get to that later definitely but but in my opinion kenyon and, and, and then, and then uh, LaMarcus had the injury, and hopefully he, he, he's back. I heard he's playing tonight, and, yeah. and that injury, nothing to make any jokes about. Yeah. But in my opinion, this is as close as you could get to throwing a game as possible. I, I don't get that. I mean, this is a game that actually means something, has playoff ramifications, Did well, you sit your
2: whole team down. Well, guess what? You care more than they did about the game.
1: That's the story of my life, Kenny.
2: So that's the so that's the sad part. Let's start there. That's the sad part. But how does that, that count though? That other people care about NBA games and them meaning something more than actual NBA teams. You know, that game could very well dictate home court. You know, throughout the Western Conference Finals, if both of them were to make it. You know, so I just I I, I think it's sad, man, that that it's it's come to the point to where. Guy, multiple guys are sitting out. Like, the whole team, uh, can yeah, you? Basically. Anybody? Steph,
1: Clay, yeah. Iggy, and Draymond, you're yeah. not
2: going to win. Not at all. Not, at, not if you don't have those guys out there. Granted, the, granted that San Antonio was missing their top two guys. But well. they didn't know that going
1: into it. They not they didn't know. Not they already all. announced that they were all sitting before LaMarcus was yeah. announced.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. They their mind. I mean, it's, it's analytics, man, which analytics has, has taken over um, the game of basketball. It's taken over um people's (coughs) people thought process you know there's nothing about the eye test anymore everything is numbers everything is based on numbers not how guys can tell you how i feel or things like that everything is based on numbers man And, and that's the game that the analytical guys thought would be more beneficial to the team for when i don't know you know um when they're trying to save it for i don't know uh like they won, uh, everybody's trying to say that because they won 73 games last year and they were, they were drained during the finals. Why they gave up a three-one lead? I get that. No, they wasn't drained when they gave up a three-one lead. Right. They Cleveland kept playing and they relaxed. Mm. Bottom line.
1: But but why not sit two players one night and two players the yeah. other night? In my opinion,
2: four players in one night. It, it just, I it's just don't get that. Not ass. at all, man. It, and it's unfortunate to the fans. I know.
1: It's unfortunate to
2: the Definitely fans. It's unfortunate to the fans because they preach this thing about everything is about the fans, everything is about fan interaction, everything about it's producing um, the product for the fans. And when you cheat the fans of that experience, it's on primetime television.
1: That was a primetime you know, game? That, prime-time, that was like a preseason game.
2: Primetime television, and no one that anyone wants to see play is playing.
1: Not anybody.
2: Yeah, and, it, and it's unfortunate, man, that true, true NBA fans that appreciate basketball. Did have the opportunity to see that matchup at this point of the season, where the game means it means a lot. It's not just, um, it's not November where the game has no meaning. You know, so that's unfortunate.
1: I totally agree. That was our skinny genification moment of the week. Um, the NBA skinny genification era has entered. Yes. It is upon us. There's no stopping it. Uh, the only thing that you can hope is to control it. You Definitely. Because I think it can be controlled, but there is there no stopping it.
2: Not at all, man. It's, a, it's now, out of control. It's like wildfire.
1: It's like wildfire. You know now, 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 consequently, because they the, the Golden State Warriors are, are quote-unquote, struggling, you know they, they they did set the bar so high the last few years, and Steph Curry in particular set, set the bar so high that when – he goes through a little skid. People are literally freaking out. But yeah. right now, and explain to me the ramifications. You, you 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 played for contenders. Right now, the Golden State Warriors have lost. They've given up home court advantage. The number one seed in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, they got um, they're half a game. Uh, San Antonio's a half a game right now. But I, that's that's nothing.
1: Okay, but but you know. but let's say San Antonio does win. Yeah. Okay, that let, let, does win the number one seed. How important is that going into the playoffs?
2: Home court advantage is, is everything. Just say, just so to speak, if the game, just say if they were to meet up in the West Conference Finals, those the first two games would be in San Antonio, and the last game, whatever is the last two, last one, will be in right. San Antonio. So you always have that comfortability if you in a playoff series and you're the, the higher seed that no matter how it goes, you're going to have more home games than road games. Right. You know, which a lot of people... Play better at home, which i don 't understand people play better at home, so you want to have that, that opportunity to if it does go seven to have that last game on your, on your home court
1: that, that you said you don't understand about the home court when you're, when you're in a playoff uh, a playoff series yes I, obviously you can't speak for every player mm-hmm. on your team, every player you played against, every player that you've ever had as mm-hmm. a teammate. Home court, home court advantage. Is it the crowd? Is it the hotel versus sleeping at home? Is it psychological? Is it they're playing this music when you want this music coming up court? I'm coming up court. I want a little boogie. I want a little boogie music. Let me get some biggie so I get hype. Like in Brooklyn. Okay? I mean, like, what is it?
2: For me, I sleep the same no matter if I'm in my bed or on the road, especially during the season. Um, It's... You can have the same energy on the road. People, people feed off the home crowd Right. in the playoffs. You have to bring your own energy on the road. You know, you, if, you, if you approach the game the same way each and every time you put that uniform on, right. your game is going to translate home or road. It doesn't matter where you're playing at. Mm-hmm. You know, my game was the same when I was 12. You played hard. I played hard. Every time I laced them up, mm-hmm. I played hard. So my game translates to the road and home of course do you win more so to speak more home games on the road yeah but i've had playoff wins on the road where we beat teams by 50 60. right so it can translate you just got to go out with that mindset that you're going to go out and it's going to be that like we my years in jersey the year um the second year we went to the finals we swept boston yeah and we swept new york
1: yeah i know that you know
2: what i'm saying so, I, I know
1: you snip, slup, swept New York you never So say so it therefore like
2: that. so I'm, I'm just saying, but your your games, your role games, you have to treat like home games. Right. You're going out and playing basketball. Right. Teams are gonna make runs, the ebb and flows of the game is gonna happen. But if you approach the game the same way each and every time you lace them up, you don't have you don't have to worry about that. Last year in the playoffs, there were so many blowouts last year in this in the NBA last year in the playoffs, which is unheard of teams losing by 20 and 30 mm-hmm. on a regular basis, mm-hmm. which is crazy in the playoffs because they're not competing. If you're competing and you're defending, like shots come and go. You're going to make shots, you're going to miss shots. But you can defend, you can play hard on the road. And you can make it as tough as possible on your opponent. And teams are not doing that.
1: This the two-man weave coming live from Austin, Texas, South by Southwest. It's the NBA on TuneIn. We're down here at Easy Tiger. We're going to be here Today, obviously, we're doing it Thursday and Friday. It's fantastic. Uh, Talk about playing hard, going hard. That's what we do with the two-man weave. Um, Got so much to talk about. It's coming down to the nitty gritty. The Cavaliers are flourishing. LeBron James, I need to get on the vitamin pack that he's on. This guy does not miss a beat. He runs like a deer every game for the last 12, 13 years. I need to get on his diet plan. The Warriors and the Spurs are fighting for first place in the Western Conference. Kenyon, based on what you know, if you're the Warriors, you're the Spurs, who would you rather face as the AC? The Nuggets, the Thunder, or the Grizzlies in the first round? Who, which is the toughest opponent out of these three? Nuggets, Thunder, or Grizzlies? Uh, which are the guys you don't want to deal grizzlies.
2: with? The Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. Why? They've been there. They're battle-tested. they got guys that's been in playoff series, guys that's, that's been there. they got Mark, um, excellent big. Zach has been there, Tony. Right. Their core guys, Vince, um, their core guys have been there. Is
1: Vince you know? Carter incredible or what? Hey,
2: man, it's opportunities. It's all about opportunity. Right. He knows how to play the game, man. Right. You evolve, you learn, you pick your spots. Um, instead of him being a, being a high, really, really high flyer he once was, He's a knockdown shooter now. Right. You know, he really so he,
1: evolved his game.
2: i you have—he was a great shooter, but he was a decent shooter before. But as time goes and things like that, you evolve. And you have to change your game, and he did. And that's a testament that he's a tr- true professional. Right. You no, know, but if any one of them teams who I didn't want to play the Warriors or the Spurs in the first round, I would say that it's—it's it, it's definitely meant for, for, for the experience factor.
1: Right. And they're gonna, and, the, and and the playoffs. I mean, do you feel like the playoffs? Like the game? They say the game changes in the playoffs. Is that true, and Look, how does it change?
2: For some teams it does change, but for the Grizzlies it doesn't change because they play the same way all the time. Which is what? Grit and grind. You know, they call this it, the grind house down there in Memphis. You know, that's what it is. They grit and grind. And they're the only—they um, so beat the Warriors consistently. You know, I think they might be 2-1 and versus them this season or 2-0, and whatever it is against the Warriors this season. You know, they play them and they play the same way each and every time they step on the court, which translates to the road. Right. So— that's, I, I, I just think they would be a tougher matchup. But nothing, not, not to take anything away from Oklahoma City. No,
1: I got you. You know,
2: with what Russ is doing and the, and, a, and the additions that they've added with McDermott and Todd Gibson, they're definitely going to be a problem to be reckoned with in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, Thunder is going to be tough. I mean, could you imagine the Thunder versus the Warriors with a, with a banged up? Golden State Warriors. Yeah, it's, it's, with Russell Westbrook, because if he smells a little blood. Oh yeah, he's going there. Yeah, he don't need to smell blood. No, he he he, he smells yeah, blood across yeah, yeah, the board. Yeah,
2: definitely, it doesn't. Like, like, hey, he's coming out no matter who you put in front of him. He's trying to slay you. He's, he is going after scalp. He
1: reminds me of Walter Payton because remember Walter Payton had like the first time I remember hearing Walter Payton's speaking voice, I was mm. like, what the like, because he was a banger on the court. Russell Westbrook, when you hear him talk, he sounds like Michael Jackson.
2: Yeah, he's soft-spoken, man, and he's, gonna he's he, going to bring it.
1: He's going to bring it every Mike
2: Tyson is soft-spoken, too. Yeah. Guess what?
1: <laughs> and he was knocking, knocking your head off.
2: Knocking your head off and biting your ear off.
1: Night, knocking your head off and biting your Did I ever tell you the story hey, about— Let's
2: talk about this Texas Sun real quick.
1: Break it down, Kenny. You? You're from Christ. out here. This is, this is easy work yeah, for you, out there. There.
2: I've been out in California. I'm a little spoiled, man. The Texas Sun is it's over high. here. It's high. Yeah, just a little bit. So but. when
1: you when you when you come <laughs> in Austin like because you you you're, you're a hero you're you you're one of Texas native sons like at the airport, do they roll out the red carpet? Like what, what, what kind of treatment do we actually, get when we're in Texas? Uh,
2: actually, I ain't getting none of that here. They,
1: what's the problem? Yeah, These hipsters, they don't know what's going on down here.
2: Hey, this is not my territory. This is music and other things. This is music. If you radio. could call <laughs> it music. Hey, definitely. But... If you
1: could call it music. What I mean, yeah, if you're yeah, this hearing is not that in the background.
2: This is not my, uh, I go to certain places. Um, yeah, I get a little better treatment, but yeah. I don't expect it here.
1: No, I got you. I'm just saying, but you say if it's music. Let me tell you something. But during the break, how about me and Kenyon Martin, we go over there and tell them, hey, excuse me, we're doing an NBA-sanctioned radio show over here.
2: Which you want to play some Migos, Bad and Boozy? And
1: no, just shut it up. <laughs> just, how about you shut it up for the next two hours? Maybe you tune your guitar because it doesn't sound like it's tuned. We're doing a high-end radio show over here in front we'll of a live audience. We will your racket in the background. We we'll won't yeah, your I racket. I don't need this. <laughs> we're going to get into everything that has to do with the NBA here. Everything. Um,
2: Good, bad, and the very ugly.
1: The Boogie Cousins experiment gone wrong. Doesn't it seem like just yesterday we were down in New Orleans interviewing yeah. Langston Galloway, and we were like, "Yo, you're two, you're two games out."
2: Yeah, they went from two to two to six, <laughs> and then they traded him.
1: And now, I mean, it's you know the, the the heat that Boogie Cousins is under now, because of the technicals and like, oh, he looks out of shape, he's not hustling. I mean. This this is not a good thing for him personally because not that they expected to go.
2: Yeah, I, it, it's just unfortunate, man, that he's under this microscope. That but he brought it on himself. Nah, no, yeah, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not, Oh, like I said before, he, it's been time for him to grow up. You know, he's a great talent in this league. His skill level is unbelievable, but nobody remembers that. Nobody is is going to think of that. It's going to be oh, he's a good player, but. And and that's very unfortunate that him being in a new environment in New Orleans and different teammates, different management, different coaches, and things like that, that so far it, um, it hasn't worked out yet. Right. But but we'll see. We yeah, shall see.
1: We're, we're, we're going to see because I I honestly thought that I didn't expect miracles, but I thought that these guys, would, you know, they be win better.
2: more than they lose. It'll be better. But it it's tough, man, when, when, when both of those guys – they need the ball. In my opinion, they're the same player. Who, you know, Anthony
1: Davis Anthony? and?
2: Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins. How so? They do the same. They're similar right now. They, <laughs> they, they post up here and there. They like to face up and shoot threes. And they need the ball to, in order for them to be effective. You know, they gotta, um, They're got volume, volume shooters. You know, they need to have those shots in order to, to be productive. And, and if you're trying to cater to both of them, then the rest of the team is missing out. And you, then you have Drew Holiday, and he needs his looks. Right. You know, he's going to be aggressive at times. So I just think it takes away from the dynamic of the team having both of those dominant bigs on the same team right now. It's s- a different NBA. Before, you could do it. But today's a different NBA. I don't and, and think it works in today's NBA. And, and,
1: and, and, and do you think Boogie Cousins is going to be back at Smoothie King Arena Next year with the Pelicans.
2: Is it this year? Is he free or was it the following year? Next it's the following follow, yeah. year, right? But, uh, I mean, do you
1: think, like, I mean, so he's there for one, he's got one more game. Like, do you think he's going to stay there or it's, it's up for grabs?
2: It's up for grabs, man. I, I think it all depends on the success that they have. You know, I, I just, what, what, what team fits him, his skill set. He can go on any team and play. Um, but I, I, I just think having the right surroundings around him is key. Right. You know, no matter what team it is having pieces around him, the right coaching staff and the right mentorship and things like that in order to get the best out of him on and off the court, I think it's critical.
1: All right. This is the two-man weave. We're coming back. We're going to talk about Larry Sanders.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Larry Sanders is back in the NBA. He's been on a sabbatical. Some say he went full Ricky Williams. I, full I, Ricky I have Williams. no idea. That's just what I heard.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. This is the NBA on TuneIn Live. From South by Southwest, the two-man weave Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport. We'll be right back. I want to hear all your thoughts on Larry Sanders, possibly the skinny genification moment, two of the week. We'll be right back here.
0: Two-man weave continues after this. Live from Austin, Texas, the site of South by Southwest on the NBA on TuneIn.
3: Hey, this is Miss Info from Hip Hop Beat. Join me this week as I drop the latest tracks from the world of hip hop. We're playing new music from Future and Drake, Machine Gun Kelly, Grammy-winning Chance the Rapper, and so much more. Oh, and speaking of those Grammys, your girl Info is breaking down all of the celebrity reactions and discussing that Drake diss from Jay-Z. I've got all the tea, so hit me up at Miss Info on Twitter. It's Hip Hop Beat on
4: TuneIn. Hip Hop is on TuneIn. It's not just
3: music. It's Music Pulse.
4: It's Music
0: Pulse. I love every song Music Pulse plays.
2: I'm in love with your body.
5: This is awesome music. With Music Pulse on TuneIn, you'll hear nothing but great songs like this. 24-charat magic in the air.
0: And favorites like this. You're on
4: the pulse of the music. Get your pulse grooving. Music
5: Pulse. I love it. With Music Pulse on TuneIn. All
4: right. TuneIn delivers the laughs with great comedy podcasts from your favorite comedians. Laugh it up with favorites like the Joe Rogan Experience.
6: Oh! oh they both cracked. They wow. both cracked at the same time. Damn.
4: Or give your funny bone the old, right there, Fred, with Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Trade stories about their uncle that blew his fingers off because he never got married. He was trying to impress his nephews and nieces, right?
6: He's <laughs> so cool, Uncle Chizzy.
4: Ah! Right? Catch every episode of these great comedy podcasts and many more on TuneIn.
6: Need some adrenaline to get you through the day. Are you ready to rock? Rock on has your back with savage hits by artists like Metallica.
4: Don't
6: wanna be an American idiot. And Cedar.
7: Rock On is exclusively on TuneIn. Rock On. Music that always hits home. It's Soul Group. The home for classics from legends like Stevie Wonder. Marvin Gaye. Oh, and the Isley Brothers. Lady? And artists bringing the soul of today. John Legend, Frank Ocean, Miguel, and more. What? Music for the soul. From the soul. It's Soul Group exclusively on TuneIn.
5: You've discovered TuneIn. Now experience even more with TuneIn Premium.
4: With a subscription to TuneIn Premium, enjoy commercial-free music from your new favorite stations like Music Pulse, Hip-Hop Beat, and Country Roads.
5: Plus, TuneIn Premium brings you every play from every NFL, MLB, and NBA game live. And gives you
4: access to thousands of great audiobooks from every genre.
5: Find out what you've been missing with TuneIn Premium.
4: Upgrade today.
0: The biggest hits of an era are on 80s Hits, exclusively on TuneIn. Are you telling me
1: you built the time machine? What put up a
0: DeLorean? From pop and R&B favorites to rock songs you'll remember forever, turn up the boombox with hit after hit after hit, including the very best of Prince, Whitney Houston, Olivia Newton-John, Tina Turner, New Edition, and more. Not just '80s music, '80s hits. Bueller? On tune in. Bueller. TuneIn puts you courtside for the 2016 college basketball season free all season long. Hear every call from hundreds of games from around the country live as teams battle for court supremacy throughout the year. Top 25 showdowns, rivalry games, and the NCAA National Tournament in March. TuneIn brings you the action with home and away calls from schools in every conference. Listen to college basketball all season long free on TuneIn. Stay out of their lane. It's Two Man Weave with Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Oh, did Martin get that? On the way back down, he tipped in the alley That might be the dunk of the night. Live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas.
1: All right, we're back. South by Southwest. Two Man Weave, NBA on tune in. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport. We're talking all things NBA.
2: What you got, boss?
1: The Cleveland Cavaliers, man. The <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers are starting to look like a finely tuned machine.
2: Okay? They're, they're putting it together. Kevin Love, they're, they're getting healthy.
1: Getting healthy. Kyle Korver, getting healthy. And remind the people who Larry Sanders is. And I ain't talking about Gary Shandling, and I ain't talking about HBO. I'm talking about the young player who had a lot of pro- uh, a, a lot of uh, prospect. Mhm. And then he just disappeared. Where did Larry Sanders go? How does one just leave the NBA? And then how does one just come back to the NBA? Who is Larry Sanders, Kenyon Moore? Remind the people who he is and what kind of an impact he may or may not have with the Cavaliers.
2: Um, Larry Sanders, he had a bright future, man. Uh, He was a nice, um, he led the league in blocks um, one year. That's why he uh, he earned a big deal, led uh, led the league in blocks. He was a decent player. um, But he decided that other things in his personal life was more important than playing the game of basketball.
1: Now, now, th- there's different rumors about this guy. Yeah. They don't know if he went on a yoga retreat. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know what this guy was doing. I heard he was in Budapest. I uh, hey, heard he went on a trip uh, to explore uh, the wonderful world of uh, wacky tabacky. These are all rumors. All rumors, all, speculation. Are, all speculation. All, all speculation. I, this is not anything I know, but... It's like uh, sort of these myths that have been created about him, and, and he started a skateboard company. What kind of seven-foot dude skateboards?
2: A weirdo, a weirdo that walks away from a game of basketball. You want to break your neck? That's supposed to pay him 11 million a year.
1: Now, did you ever play against Larry Sanders? You ever come across this nah, guy?
2: A little bit. Uh, he he was younger when I was in the league. When I was still around, he was a little younger. Um, yeah, that just that's this day and age, man, where you can walk away from the game, people paying you millions of dollars to play a game of basketball, and you can walk away to do other things and it's well noted, and and they welcome you back with open arms. You know, that's, that's the beauty of it. Um, and it's it's sickening, man, for me to, to see it, and I wish you nothing but, but the best, man, but for you to quit? Right. Like, quit. Yeah. Actually, just walk away from when your guys are counting on you, right? We're in the foxhole together, man. We're in this together, and for you to quit for for reasons that 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 you can control.
1: Is that what he was saying?
2: No, no. I'm saying he he can he control. He can not control. If you, and that just sold us. Like I don't want a guy around me that's mentally weak. Uh huh. And in my opinion, he's mentally weak. You know, for him to quit, walk away, and, and he
1: gets paid when he walks away.
2: Actually, he took a he took a BS deal almost. We almost, hey, we almost had our first one. Almost, almost gave us our first curse on on live television, but I caught myself, Mike. Fantastic
1: um, job. Yeah. Listen again, if if if, if Michael Rapport and Kenyon Martin can be in our twenty-something hour of doing live radio and never curse, you can too. Yeah. miracles do happen.
2: Yeah, um, but yeah, no, he took a um, he, he, he took a BS deal in order to walk away. You know, he went from making from eleven million before taxes a year to uh, not maybe wanting some change if that right and for the next like five or six years or something so you do the math on that hey
1: listen there's not that much money in the skateboard business for a seven foot ex-basketball player your name ain't tony
2: hawk yeah one thing i wasn't doing i wasn't giving it back you know i got fined and suspended over you but i'm not giving i'm not giving listen he signed it was was four for 44 right and he played one year of that
1: that's crazy
2: you play one year of that deal, and now you you owe thirty three before taxes, and you take uh, peanuts of that to go do what? To chase and a ring. There's no no. He's chasing it now. He didn't know he was gonna make it back three years ago when this happened. Uh. He had no clue this was gonna happen. You know what I'm saying like you walk away for what? And I guarantee, whatever he's signing with with Cleveland, ain't nowhere near what he was gonna get with Milwaukee. And for you to walk away to go do what? The only thing I'm walking away from the game of basketball for is my family mm. and health reasons. Right. They tell me, you, excuse me if, you, if you run up and down the court again, it's over. I'm not playing again. Or if it's for my family, right, something I, that I... That's it. Yeah, that's I, it. I, I'm not walking away for no other reasons. Because the window is so short. And I love, yeah, and I, yeah, man, it's, it's wild, man. And for Cleveland to bet on that, for Cleveland to go out and resign that, you, you can't depend on him.
1: Can they? Yeah, can, can, I was going to ask you. Can you, can't they, de,
2: you can't depend on him. They, they, I don't they, trust him. Bogut
1: went down, and then they bring in Larry Sanders, and 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 these guys are there to, to try to win a championship. Clearly, Cleveland, uh, you got guys coming in, getting their fingers uh, fitted for rings, aka chasing rings. And Cleveland is okay with that. They, they'll they win by any means necessary, and and you get into a, a tough game, a, a tough series, and Larry Sanders has the ball. I don't know what they, what, they, what they if they could depend on this guy.
2: Oh yeah, I not even having the ball, man. Just I just don't I don't trust him. I wouldn't want him a part of my team if I was LeBron or one of those other guys. I wouldn't I wouldn't want him around.
1: All right, we're here in Austin, Texas for the South by Southwest Film Festival, getting ready for all of the March Madness. Speaking of madness, you ever hear about this guy Brock Meyer? No. He's a baseball announcer that went crazy on the air. He had a live on-air me- meltdown. I'm sure he probably cursed. Okay, he went totally buck wild. It was on full display in front of millions of listeners. Years after his breakdown went ba- went viral. Brock Meyer is back back from his career low after calling minor league baseball games this is all a television show starring the very 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 talented hank azaria who you who you might not know by name but you definitely know by voice he's been in tons of films tons of voices on the simpsons hank azaria amanda pete ifc's new show brockmeyer gets in front of the mic every wednesday night beginning april 5th only on ifc ifc makes quality stuff Hey, Kazaria does quality stuff. I'm looking forward to seeing the show.
2: Plug it, brother. Plug it.
1: I'll tell you something. Great <laughs> announcers, they're not what they used to be. The great John Andreas, who was so much a part of the New York Knicks culture, called all the Knicks games with Marv Albert before things went awry. He just passed. I wanted to send condolences to him. All the Knicks fans, he's going to be missed. It's a true New Yorker with a true New York voice. Made so many great calls for the Knicks. He called the, the dunk that John uh, John Starks made when he banged it on Jordan that one glorious moment. That was fantastic. What?
2: Not at all. He dunked on Jordan. He went by him. He's close enough. He wasn't buying. He jumped. He was in the picture.
1: He was in the picture. He was in the video. He
2: jumped. He was all up in the video. No, nah, that's not a dunk on. What what Scottie Pippen did to Pat Ewing? Yes, that's a dunk. that's a dunk on.
1: I thought we were a team. We are,
2: but I just want to—I just want to clear it up for you. I don't want you to have any confusions on what getting dunked on is.
1: I'm very clear on it. We take what we could get with the '90s Knicks.
2: Oh, and Pat took that.
1: Jordan was jumping. In the photograph, he is in the air jumping. He wasn't jumping yeah, for, his, I, for, his, for his health.
2: I, I get it. He wasn't
1: doing jumping jacks.
2: I get you. I get you. You're next thing. I get it. I get it, brother. I get it. I get it.
1: It was a great moment that led to another heartbreak. <laughs> but you need to check out Brock Meyer. It's going to be a good show on IFC. It's starting with Amanda Um, Pete.
2: um So you want to retrack about? Uh, yeah, that's. Um, so we were talking about Larry Sanders. So, Larry um, Sanders. So I was the, a part of the Milwaukee Bucks at the time of. The decision that Larry Sanders made. Oh, were you? Yes, I was a part of the team. Um, I signed late, so when they was going, they needed another bid because he was going through his ordeal. So I signed late, come in, I'm there. I signed the first 10-day, you know, you can first 10-day contract. They give me a second 10-day contract. So then they signed me for the rest of the year. Right. So I'm moving in. I get, get stuff, furniture, car shipped to Milwaukee. This, that, and the third. So technically Larry Sanders he was still on the roster. He was still a roster spot. So trade deadline the the, the Bucks make a trade with the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. And so they took back I think three players and, and gave away two. But since Larry Sanders was still technically on the roster, he counted it as a roster spot. Okay. So I get released for but, Larry Sanders, Sanders cuz he don't want to play basketball. He's not around, but he's he's taking up a spot.
1: Have you seen Larry Sanders since you got released because of this?
2: Actually, I saw him right after. Um I went out to LA to go see the kids, man. I um this when I was still living in Dallas before (laughs) I moved to LA. Um I went out to LA to go see the kids and whatnot, and I saw Larry Sanders out. And my first instinct was to slap him in his mouth. Right, but we don't want to do that. Not at all, because he wouldn't have knew why and and Yeah, he would have been confused, like why, why, why the hell is Kenyon like putting his hands on me? What then, did I I would, do? then then I would have to explain myself after the fact, and right. it would have took more time and energy than I that I was willing to waste on Larry Sanders. I got you. You know, so uh, it, it 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 came down to it. It was about my time and energy, right? And not about the fact that I wanted to do it. Yes, I got you. Know, you. That my time and energy outweighed the urge to slap him. I got you. you know what I'm saying. But, and
1: on the slap meter, it wasn't it, it wasn't yeah,
2: it didn't go to yeah, red. Yeah, it didn't. gain. It, 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 it was minor. You know, what I'm saying. Uh, I'm. I'm a grown man now. I took the higher road than the younger Kenyon would have taken. Yes. Um, the younger Kenyon would have approached and yes. conf- confrontational. Yes, confrontational know? too. Yeah, the, 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 the confrontational too. It would have always
1: been, looking for action. I
2: always I want that bump. No <laughs> matter what. I always want that action,
1: man.
2: I always want that action. I but, want that bump. You know, but I, yeah, but it was it was it was sad to me, man. Like yeah, like he's he don't want to play. And, and they're I, I, I was sitting at home. I get a job, he quit. Right. Now, I got to go back sitting where I was sitting because you decide that basketball is not that important to
1: ah, me. I hear you. Well, Larry Sanders is a question mark. He's a, a question mark. Well, Milwaukee Bucks are making a run. They're making a run uh, 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 for the playoffs. You, you were in Milwaukee. Yes. Now, I, I was in Milwaukee last, uh, last summer. I was down there for the first time. I don't know much about the city, but w- what is it like when you're an NBA player, when you go to a new city, Okay, you, you, you played in New Jersey, which yeah. has got to be the best place to play basketball for the cities that you played yeah. in. Because if you're in New Jersey, you're pretty much playing for for New York City. What is it like playing for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks in Milwaukee, like living in Milwaukee? What's the day-to-day life um, like it, in it was, Milwaukee?
2: It was dead winter when I went. Oh, my God. So you know what that was like. Everything was indoors. Um, it's was, it was like any other city, man. You adapt, you adjust. Um, I'm not a touristy guy. I don't go walking around trying to find out what the new – um, the best attractions in the city is and things like that. No matter if I'm home or on the road, I've never been that guy. Right. Um, but I'm Milwaukee just like me i I'm saying any other NBA city, man. The fans love their team. Um, mad love. No matter where you go, cred. Like eating they love for free. basketball. Yeah, eating for free, getting to see it, like There's all kind of stuff. And so it's it's all love, man. Um, didn't get experience. didn't get the opportunity to. Experience experienced it for an extended period of time. I was on there for a month and a half or so, but it was cool, man. It was um, the fans, um, they welcomed me with open arms, and it was a great thing.
1: Giannis, the Greek freak. I'm not even going to try to ever say his name again. i get you. I'm why you. do it? Why, yeah. why butcher the name? I know I'm going to butcher it.
2: Definitely. Butcher his name and embarrass yourself in the process. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not with it.
1: What do you see in this kid? Is he, is he the yeah. real deal? Yeah,
2: yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a talent.
1: What makes him special?
2: For, uh, he's willing to get better. He's willing to get better. And he works at it, and you can tell. You know, he listens. Um, Jake Hiddin got him when he was a kid, mm-hmm. young, impressionable. Mm-hmm. So everything that you say is, is the word. It's gospel to him, you know. So, and for his skill set and what he brings to the table, man, um, that wingspan and the ability to make play, plays on both ends of the court, um, not a lot of players in NBA history can say they led their team in every, every category. Right. Points, blocks, rebounds, assists, steals, maybe turnovers, uh-huh. plus, minus, whatever it is. You're important. You are very, very important. And the way he approaches the game, man, is the right way. He when you say right that, way.
1: like, why? You, you, you could tell that he plays hard?
2: Yeah, he plays hard at all times. Man. He don't know no the way. And he has a head coach in Jay Kidd, that's going to demand that you know, the kid demands that they go out and play the right way and that they play hard. He gives them the freedom to be NBA players, of course. But he demands that they play hard and they play the right way. And that's going to go on a long way um, in Giannis and um, his success in NBA.
1: Well, what do you see the ceiling? I mean, I hate that word ceiling, yeah. but how great can this guy be? Like, what, do you see him being, like, a focal point guy? Like, I mean, he he's the guy on the team, obviously, with Jabari down. They've had so many injuries, but, like, can this guy go down and being, like, you know, a top five, top eight player in the league in the next five, six years during his prime? I
2: think he's that now. If you look at top eight, eight to ten guys in NBA... He's there. I think he's there. And he continues. And, he continued, and um, he's continuing going to get better. Um, and it's very unfortunate that him and Jabari hasn't yeah. had a lot of time on the court together. You know, when he was first, Jabari was out. Right. He played a little bit of time injured, and Jabari gets injured again. Which is unfortunate, man, because I... Jesus Christ. What is going <laughs> wrong? Um, we
1: got to be careful. We had a squirrel oh, incident listen, earlier. That was
2: the scariest incident I've had in a long time. Now,
1: I got to be honest Yo, with you, Kenyon. Let, hey, let me paint yeah, the
2: picture. Yeah, let's get off topic here for a second. Let's talk about the squirrel incident we had in the back.
1: Me and Kenyon and G Moody <laughs> from the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast and the Dust Brother producers were in the back. Minding our business. Minding our
2: own business. Chilling.
1: And a, and a squirrel <laughs> came flying down from the wires. From and, that
2: No, from that tree.
1: From the tree. It hit the tarp because I heard a... It Yo. wasn't just one full. Landed about a half a foot away from Kenyon, Martin. Hey. Now, I got to be honest. I, I held myself together, Kenyon, because you were there. Now, find out now you were as scared as I was. I was terrified. Because normally, most people that know me can attest to this. I would have started crying. You would have screamed. I, I would have been bugging. <laughs> now, luckily, it didn't hit me because I would have been on the first thing smoking out of here.
2: Yo, and I'm glad you did do that because we're, well, we're on this air a lot together, and I wouldn't let you live that one down.
1: Yo, but the squirrel just came out and it was like a, yeah. a it was somebody shot at it in midair. It looked like it was, it was concussed hey, and then it was just concuss- ran off. Hey,
2: it was shaking for a minute. I think it peed a little bit, yeah. but it was terrifying.
1: And, and, and I, <laughs> I acted like it wasn't happening. And and you had on your dark shades and I had my dark
2: shades. If you could have saw the look behind the dark tent. I
1: couldn't see what was yeah, going on exactly. in your eyes. Yeah,
2: it was, it was a definite look of concern and I was definitely distraught.
1: All right, it's a two man weave. <laughs> with the confrontational two that is very confrontational except for anything that falls out of the sky, (laughs) flying or crawling. We'll be right back here, down here at Easy Tiger, South by Southwest, the NBA on tune. We're talking about all things NBA. Michael Rapport, Kenny Moore, we'll be right back. We're talking the Eastern Conference playoff picture. Let's go.
0: Man we will be right back live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. It's the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals.
3: Hey, this is Miss Info from Hip Hop Beat. Join me this week as I drop the latest tracks from the world of hip hop. We're playing new music from Future and Drake, Machine Gun Kelly, Grammy-winning Chance the Rapper, and so much more. Oh, and speaking of those Grammys, your girl Info is breaking down all of the celebrity reactions and discussing that Drake diss from Jay-Z. I've got all the tea, so hit me up at Miss Info on Twitter. It's Hip Hop Beat on
4: TuneIn. Music you want. Hip Hop is on
0: TuneIn. It's not just music.
3: It's Music Pulse.
0: It's Music Pulse. I love every song Music Pulse plays. I'm in
2: love with your body.
5: This is awesome music. With Music Pulse on TuneIn, you'll hear nothing but great songs
4: like this. 24-karat magic in the air.
0: And favorites like this. You're
4: on the pulse of the music. Get your pulse grooving. Music
5: Pulse. I love it. With Music Pulse on TuneIn.
4: All right. TuneIn delivers the laughs with great comedy podcasts from your favorite comedians. Laugh it up with favorites like the Joe Rogan Experience.
6: Oh! oh they both cracked. They wow. both cracked at the same time. Damn.
4: Or give your funny bone the old, right there, Fred, with Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Trade stories about their uncle that blew his fingers off because he never got married. He was trying to impress his nephews and nieces, right?
6: <laughs> He's so cool, Uncle
4: <laughs> Right? Catch every episode of these great comedy podcasts and many more on TuneIn.
6: We need some adrenaline to get you through the day. Are you ready to rock? Rock on has your back with savage hits by artists like Metallica. Green Day. Don't wanna be an American idiot. There it goes, but it's on the And Cedar. Just if
7: you're out of direction. Rock On is exclusively on TuneIn. No rock On music that always hits home it's soul group the home for classics from legends like stevie wonder marvin
1: Gaye,
7: and the isley brothers and artists bringing the soul of today john legend frank ocean miguel and more music for the soul from the soul
4: it's soul group exclusively on TuneIn.
5: You've discovered TuneIn. Now experience even more with TuneIn Premium.
4: With a subscription to TuneIn Premium, enjoy commercial-free music from your new favorite stations like Music Pulse, Hip-Hop Beat, and Country Roads.
5: Plus, TuneIn Premium brings you every play from every NFL, MLB, and NBA game live. And gives you
4: access to thousands of great audiobooks from every genre.
5: Find out what you've been missing with TuneIn Premium.
4: Upgrade today.
0: The biggest hits of an era are on 80s Hits, exclusively on TuneIn. Are you telling me
1: you built the time machine What if
0: it's a From pop and R&B favorites to rock songs you'll remember forever, turn up the boom box with hit after hit after hit, including the very best of Prince, Whitney Houston, Olivia Newton-John, Tina Turner, New Edition, and more. Not just '80s music, '80s hits. Bueller on, tune in. Bueller. TuneIn puts you courtside for the 2016 college basketball season free all season long. Hear every call from hundreds of games from around the country live as teams battle for court supremacy throughout the year. Top 25 showdowns, rivalry games, and the NCAA National Tournament in March. TuneIn brings you the action with home and away calls from schools in every conference. Listen to college basketball all season long free on TuneIn. We now return to Two-Man Weave with Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin, live from Austin, Texas, the site of South by Southwest. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at NBA on TuneIn for exclusive content and all the behind-the-scenes action from South by Southwest. It's the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals. All
1: right, this is the, the two-man weave coming live from Austin, Texas. Kenyon Martin, Michael Mm Rappaport. Kenyon Martin is one of the players who's going to be participating in the Big Three tournament. Yes, sir. Um, Coming up this summer, a lot of talk has been uh, uh, going around about this. It's a Big
2: Three league, actually.
1: It's a Big Three league. League. It ain't no tournament.
2: Yeah, it's going going to be ongoing. You know, so I'm excited to be a part of it, man. Um, Ice Cube and and Jeff did did an excellent job at putting this together.
1: What, uh, what is the process coming forward in the next few months? They announced uh, the first leg of it will be at Barclays. I think yeah. that's a great place
2: to do it in Brooklyn. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, they were in talks with, uh, I think, Madison Square Garden and Barclays. Um, since Charles Oakley was involved. And,
1: uh-huh. uh,
2: different things, man. So it's all about marketing, man. It's all about being smart.
1: I think people and are going to be excited about it.
2: I do, man. Um, it's growing legs. Um, They're getting more and more people involved. Uh, names that people... Um, respect with the game of basketball. Um, a lot of guys that have their own fan following, right? You know, so I think that's going to be good for it. Some guys are going to play, some guys are going to coach, some. But just the just the interaction and have the opportunity to be around those guys, maybe get an autograph, maybe get a picture, or um, so whatever it may be. You know, I think just it's going to be that much better for the league.
1: Now you pride yourself. You put the proof in the pudding. As far as always going hard. Yeah. One of the questions, and I heard Jermaine O'Neal talking about it, mm-hmm. saying this ain't no clown show, this is serious. I don't think you know any other way to play basketball yeah, but no to go way.
2: hard. No other way.
1: Now, at what point do you go hard? You're on the court. It's competitive. There's other pros out there. Are you at 0-0 zero, zero, you go hard? Or do you need that first bump no, to go hard? No, no, no. Or like, are you going to set the tone for your your specific team right the ball, off the bat?
2: As soon as the ball go up. You're not out there to like. Well, this check ball. We this ain't a charity ball. match. Not at all for me, man. I, this is not
1: a clinic for yeah, little kids. That's
2: why I don't play. In like, um, I've played in a couple celebrity games or not. That I've, early in my career, and I realized it wasn't, it wasn't the environment for me because.
1: You might hurt somebody. Yeah. I,
2: I, I know one way to go. I know one way to play.
1: Well, we need and to get back in that, the celebrity game, Kenny. that's hard. I'm in these celebrity games. These guys think it's a joke. Yeah. I tried to knock Justin Bieber's head off. As you should. It's competitive. Yeah, I'm not out here because, uh, listen, to Bye Bye Boy or whatever the name is. I want to knock you on your butt, Justin Bieber. Definitely. Everybody's like, leave him alone. His security guard's look at me. You want to come out here?
2: (laughs) You get some of this, too.
1: Now, Kenny Lofton was on the show earlier with his radio show. (laughs) He can attest. I used to play ball with him. Now, I couldn't catch him. (sighs) This was in his prime. I probably couldn't catch him now on his worst day. On but, my best day.
2: But definitely not then.
1: I mean, c- Kenny, Kenny will tell you, I don't care. When I go out there, I'm trying to knock you. I don't care if you're. Uh, I played with uh, DiCaprio, uh, Jamie Foxx, Bieber. I don't care what the game is, yeah. what the situation is. You're going to win. I'm going to knock somebody's head off. So in this big three tournament. Yeah. There he is. Kenny, you're
2: back. The great Kenny Lofton, ladies and gentlemen. The great
1: Kenny Lofton. Yes, sir. Major League Baseball. What you got? Come on. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we got Kenny, you. We, got we used no, to play is, in this he league. He is exactly right. He will go at it hard. He came through some elbows at some people. I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you in the post, Kenny. Oh, oh yeah.
2: In a pickup game, Mike. He was in the pickup, game, the yeah, in the the pick-up game. game. I had a uniform on. This ain't no pickup oh, game. Definitely not a pickup game. You got a uniform on. <laughs> yeah, it counts. Seri- you got, no, in my serious. opinion, you got a uniform on. It counts. He serious. Yeah. He tried to D you up in the post. I'm with it, man.
1: Told me McGuire, Will Ferrell. I don't care who's out there. They got girls, boys, their sons.
2: Yeah, you out there
1: I'm trying to knock somebody's head off Oh my goodness Oh what's so the one true. show that
2: used to come on um was it um the basketball show there on skates was it that um the rollerball whatever they oh, yeah, did you got yeah. there hit people like that
1: yeah, Oh yeah like roller derby <laughs> that joy Kenny when you when you played in these in this celebrity league and you were in the – See I didn't appreciate this I don't want any <laughs> professional athletes that are still in the league playing against me because I don't you you try to sue me Okay, but who do you remember being some of the best uh, celebrities that you, celebrity athletes? Because there's no one who really made an impression on me. Like <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Foxx has a reputation for being good. Um, the singer, um, what's his name? Good dude. Um, I'll tell you who was pretty good was who, who's Chris the, Brown. Okay, I heard he, he was good. He, he was pretty good. He, okay, he I never played play with Chris. No, he's, he's pretty good. Um, yeah, I heard that too. Who's Whoa. the shooter? The singer, the singer. Um, he, he never took a shot he didn't like. Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight. Oh Yo, my goodness! You couldn't tell oh. him he wasn't Reggie Miller. B. B. McKnight. I, I I I like you, but this dude talk about a chucker. Oh my yeah. goodness! He yeah. thought he was like every. He thought every, yeah. every every team he played on he was a solo act. You yeah. saved that for the stage. <laughs> I'm open, man. Pass no, me the ball. Right. He swear he was. He shoot anything and everything. Yeah. It was no, it was no kind way. of bad actually. It was yeah. it was bad to be on his team because he shot everything every and, oh, and yeah. didn't play no defense. Oh, you want? <laughs> He loved no. shooting, loved watching himself shoot. It's, he would sing like as he, he was a solo act, man. Hey, Yo, yeah. you need to get like new edition of Joe to see B. McKnight.
2: He don't need the background. Uh, he, he don't need y'all, man. Hey, he got this.
1: Who, who else do you remember? they the, the actors. When you played in this celebrity league, was the NBA it. celebrity league. <laughs>
2: Snoop, Snoop Dogg was cool.
1: Snoop was good. Snoop it was, was a cool. league or a game? These no, are games. We're talking
2: about... We're oh. talking about the competitiveness I'm about saying, I thought you said y'all play in the Celebrity League. Listen, no, it was the league. league. NBA, yeah, the
5: league, It was the league.
2: Yeah, the NBA Celebrity League. I can not play top dollar to see this. Oh, uh, it was You, you wouldn't funny. want to pay $5 this. Yeah, I would to pay top this. dollar. Hey, listen. No, Kenyon, you, you uh, don't want to give no, away we a dollar. Because we're all entitled to our seven chuckles a day.
1: <laughs> yes. And guess well, what? have got that.
2: I'm going to get my seven no. watching this.
1: But 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 I wouldn't even charge you for the seven. because But when you saw the layup line, you get seven good chuckles. I'm going to tell you something. I love... Ice Cube yeah. from NWA yeah. to America's Most Wanted. <laughs> yeah, to, that, that. I had the honor, I yeah. say true honor, of working with him in higher, higher learning, learning yes. next Classic. Friday. Classic. But yes, Ice Friday. Cube Classic. never messed Classic. around and got a triple double. Yeah, I believe it. Cube, you're my man. It's my guy. I love you to death. He's probably one of the greatest stories in show business history to go from oh, man. Ice Cube, NWA to what he's doing now, and I love him. But he never messed around and got a triple double on his best day. But was, you couldn't tell Q we couldn't ball. It was man. Comedy
2: Central, bro. It's Seriously. all about the confidence. You got confidence. Some people believe until you put that jersey on and you got to go out and show.
1: So, it was, it was so Kenyon. So, so you're. So back to the big three. You're. Yeah. You're serious about this.
2: Yeah, man. I don't know no other way to play, man. Um, and we playing for prize money. You know, it ain't like we going out there and playing for free. No, we playing for seeding. You know, we playing for one through eight and. I'm not trying to come with, with, out of that top four, for one, especially, I'm saying, but so we going out there, and we're going to try to win each and every game we're playing.
1: Now, now there, there's no fouling out, and there's yeah. no referees?
2: No, there's refs, but you okay. can't foul out. Um, yeah, there has to be referees, you know, in order to keep the integrity of the game, because NBA guys cheat. I don't know if you know this.
1: How do you cheat? Oh, cheat. Well, like, all the like the pulling? No, nah, nah,
2: not even that. Score? Just that. Um,
1: you should really hire me on there. Just draft me as the six man. Like it,
2: if it's a point game, and if the guy misses shot, it's a foul. he's gonna call no matter no what. No matter what. Like he used to play at UCLA back in the day, and Magic used to come play, and he would do it every game. Like he would mess the run up because guys would get frustrated. And so guys would get pissed. You know what I'm saying if he got the ball and it's for game point, he gonna call foul whether he missed a shot. It could be a wide open three. He missed a shot, whatever he missed, he gonna call foul.
1: So this is Magic when he was retired. Yeah, yeah,
2: No, even when he was, yeah, yeah, I'm saying? But the guys still come get that bump in there now and again. You know what I'm saying? Just stay in shape. You know, so you get the good runs, but your yeah, NBA guys cheat.
1: And a guy like Magic, he's not getting off the court. Yeah, he don't want to
2: lose. Like, cause if you, like, you don't want to lose, man. And then especially, like, if you, depends on how many guys in the gym. You right. Know, you might be three, four games down. You lose. Right. You know, so you are trying to stay on the court. You know, so by any means necessary, Magic was trying to stay on the court.
1: Was that fun playing pickup with Magic after? Like after he's like yeah, Magic.
2: It's still Magic, man. Was it? Was it still, still Magic? Ma- still Magic, man. And you, yeah, it's like you you're still Magic Johnson. Uh, you, can, you can't take that away from you.
1: Now, you know? out of these dudes that are competing in this picture, we talk yeah. about Iverson, uh-huh. we are talk about Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. I mean, the list gets bigger and bigger. I mean, there's some some. Some dudes that are looking good, looking looking in shape. You don't see any, like, you know, big, big-body dudes in there? Oh, not yet. Not yet?
2: I've seen a couple. <laughs> you see, I've seen a few.
1: That are going to show up yeah, for the
2: draft? Yeah, buddy. And trust me, if it's like the NFL, when they invite you to come to the draft and day one go by and you're still sitting there and day two go by and you're still sitting there and day three go by, some guys are going to still be sitting there.
1: Now, man. now, if you one of your dudes that you played with that you respected
2: I, shows if it's up. The, if it's the fifth pick and it depends on who else is left. I know your question. Yeah. Our friendship might be jeopardized.
1: Kaden, I'm not saying I could do much for your team to win games on the court, but if I am part of your big three team and I'm genuinely talking greasy to who's ever there, like, yo, AI is my dude. Now I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say anything to AI. I, I respect them too much.
2: I, I will. I got that part. Yeah, of you it. got
1: that. But I, I mean, that, that, that guy, would be so. so crazy for me to be, like trash talking for for your big. Yeah, victory. you tell me
2: what they saying. I'll be like, hey, yo, Mike said.
1: Ah, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> I'm heckling Allen Iverson at the big? But most of those dudes, I've already talked trash to them. They yeah. know when they show up. Yeah. Most of them came to the Garden, Jermaine O'Neal, when he was at his little run with the Indiana Pacers. He knows how I get down. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, I could bring something to your team. I don't understand what I mean, what's the problem, man? Uh,
2: you know what? We got another You'll see. No, no, actually we got a other gig for you. What? We got a other gig. I'm not for taping
1: you. nobody's ankles. No, no,
2: no, no, no. Well, you're going to be involved, trust
1: me. All right, all right. Let's listen, listen, man. Week. I got
2: you. I got you, brother. I got you, man.
1: Two Yo, let's um
2: What's up? So, I was getting a lot of flack about my um, well, not, flack. I don't care what it is. About my um my constant um Whatever you want to call it of Joe Kim Noah over the week, uh, somebody asked me about it another day, and I told him I think he sucks. About who? Joe Kim Noah. Look. Okay. Yes. Like I have nothing personal against Joe Kim Noah. Right. It's a great guy. Right. No, ha- no qualms whatsoever. Never had a run-in. Never. Everything has always been positive. But I think it's my job to call a spade a spade. Now, do you think he's always sucked? Listen, he's played hard. Right. Yes. The team he was on put him in situations where he had the ball in his hand to make plays. Yes. So to speak.
1: Very unselfish big man. Good passer. Yes.
2: But other than that, there's no skill.
1: Incredible the fact that he shoots the ball the way he does. And I've
2: seen him miss open layups. I explained to my wife, listen, I explained to my wife this. Most people. Well, I'm that played a game of basketball that shoots the basketball. Ball rotates a certain way. Ball rotates forward. Forward. I've never seen in my existence of being around the game of basketball, which is a long time. I've seen a lot of basketball in my life.
1: Good, bad, or indifferent.
2: I've never seen someone ball rotate this way. Sideways. It's like a boomerang. I've never seen it. Ever. How do you pull that off?
1: And make it this far as he's made it.
2: I couldn't go to the gym right now and practice that. No. No. It would take conscious effort for me to hold the ball in my hand and spin it and shoot it at the same time.
1: It's amazing that he's a professional basketball player and that he's had a very, very, very good Good. career. Yeah,
2: and somebody tries to put up the fact that he's made an all-NBA team. I don't care. Right. He still has no skill. Right. Who votes on all-NBA team and all this stuff? I don't care what them people say. All right. He's, listen, he's a great guy. Yes. He does well for us. He's done well. Yes. That does nest I have to agree with that skill set. This is the
1: two-man weave. We'll be right back. NBA on TuneIn. Michael Rapport, Kenyon Martin. We'll be right back. Yes,
2: sir.
0: Two-man weave continues after this. Live from Austin, Texas, the site of South by Southwest on the NBA on TuneIn.
3: Hey, this is Miss Info from Hip Hop Beat. Join me this week as I drop the latest tracks from the world of hip hop. We're playing new music from Future and Drake, Machine Gun Kelly, Grammy-winning Chance the Rapper, and so much more. Oh, and speaking of those Grammys, your girl Info is breaking down all of the celebrity reactions and discussing that Drake diss from Jay-Z. I've got all the tea, so hit me up at Miss Info on Twitter. It's Hip Hop Beat on TuneIn.
4: Best, best hip Hop is on TuneIn.
0: It's not just music.
5: It's Music Pulse.
0: It's Music Pulse. I love every song Music Pulse plays. I'm in
5: love with your body. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is awesome music. With Music Pulse on TuneIn, you'll hear nothing but great songs like this.
4: 24-karat magic in the
0: And favorites like this. You're on the pulse of the music.
4: Get your pulse grooving. Music
5: Pulse. I love it. With Music Pulse on TuneIn.
4: All right. TuneIn delivers the laughs with great comedy podcasts from your favorite comedians. Laugh it up with favorites like the Joe Rogan Experience. Oh! Oh, they both cracked. They both cracked at the same time. Damn. Or give your funny bone the old, right there, Fred, with Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Trade stories about their uncle that blew his fingers off because he never got married. He was trying to impress his nephews and nieces, right?
6: (laughs) He's so cool, Uncle Ah!
4: Jimmy. Catch every episode of these great comedy podcasts and many more on TuneIn.
6: Need some adrenaline to get you through the day.
4: Are you ready to rock? Rock
6: on has your back with savage hits by artists like Metallica. Green Day. Don't wanna be an American idiot. There it goes, but it's only And Cedar.
7: Out rock On is exclusively on TuneIn. No rock On music that always hits home it's soul group the home for classics from legends like stevie wonder marvin Gaye, and the isley brothers and artists bringing the soul of today john legend frank ocean miguel and more music for the soul from the soul It's
4: Soul Group, exclusively on TuneIn.
5: You've discovered TuneIn. Now experience even more with TuneIn Premium.
4: With a subscription to TuneIn Premium, enjoy commercial-free music from your new favorite stations like Music Pulse, Hip-Hop Beat, and Country Roads.
5: Plus, TuneIn Premium brings you every play from every NFL, MLB, and NBA game live. And
4: gives you access to thousands of great audiobooks from every genre.
5: Find out what you've been missing with TuneIn Premium.
4: Upgrade today.
0: Biggest hits of an era are on '80s hits exclusively on TuneIn. Are you
1: telling me you built a time machine? What a Victorian!
0: From pop and R&B favorites to rock songs you'll remember forever, turn up the boombox with hit after hit after hit, including the very best of Prince, Whitney Houston, Olivia Newton-John, Tina Turner, New Edition, and more. Not just '80s music, '80s hits. Bueller on tune in. Bueller. TuneIn puts you courtside for the 2016 college basketball season free all season long. Hear every call from hundreds of games from around the country live as teams battle for court supremacy throughout the year. Top 25 showdowns, rivalry games, and the NCAA National Tournament in March. TuneIn brings you the action with home and away calls from schools in every conference. Listen to college basketball all season long free on TuneIn. Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Two Man Weave, live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, on the NBA on TuneIn.
1: All right, we're back with the Two Man Weave live from Austin, Texas, South by Southwest, film, music, and everything, festival. The reason why I brought up the Big Three, Kenyon, earlier on the last segment, Uh the last groundbreaking segment of the Two Man Weave, is because I wanted to know How in shape you are right now? Uh What are you doing to get in shape? And is running a component? Because after you ask to answer the running part, I'm going to share with the people a little debate we were having off
2: camera. Um, I'm in decent shape. I'm in the gym right now. Um, Haven't touched the basketball yet. Um, Basketball is like riding a bike um, for me. Um, It's getting just making sure I'm in shape. Right far as getting my core together getting my legs up under me doing some cardio and different things like that i'm a little older right now um i ain't a spring chicken so take a little um smarter training than than before
1: how, how many times a week are you working out now in terms um, of for the big three
2: a few times a week three four days a week you know switching it up doing different things you know so weight lifting um power metrics um, they're just different stuff man um just making sure that uh, my body is all the way together. Right. So I don't go out there and, and injure myself.
1: I understand. <laughs> I understand. Uh, you, you talking about going out there and injuring yourself playing yeah. basketball mm-hmm. is the same way I talk about it getting out of the bed. Because when I get out of the bed, all bets are
2: off. <laughs> all bets off. Anything, Anything can happen. happen. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know what's going to happen when I get out of the bed. Yeah. I, I, I work out just so when I get out of the bed, yeah. I make it to the toilet. Oh, you have a chance. Exactly. I just you. want to make it to the toilet on two feet. Yes. I, if I have to crawl there,
2: <laughs> it's a problem. Then someone, someone some terribly wrong from the time yeah. that you, I got you.
1: I've twisted, sprained, tweaked ankles. Oh. Just going no. to take my, hey, my sleep. Uh, hey,
2: but no, no, there's nothing worse. Well, there's nothing worse than getting up in the middle of the night and stubbing your damn toe. Terrible. Yo, yo. Stubbing your toe me, hurts. Like people think like hitting your big toe is bad. No, that little one on the yes. end. Yo. That will bring the strongest masculine man yeah. to his knees.
1: And it's a 90-second delay Definitely. before you feel the pain. And
2: you will squeal yes. or scream a little bit Yes. if you hit your pinky toe on the right object.
1: Absolutely. Definitely. All right. So, so, so the point that I wanted <laughs> okay. to get to yeah, is get to running. This. Okay. Now, now, before the show, you were telling me that amongst, uh, amongst myself and yeah. other people, you are saying that running itself yes. Yes. is not a sport. I don't think so. Now, you preface it by saying what Carl Lewis and Hussein Bolt and them do yes. is a sport. That, yeah, but running itself is not a sport, and marathon running is not a sport. Break it down. Where's your head at? I think you've lost your mind, Kenny yeah. Martin.
2: I don't think you necessarily have to be an athlete to go out and run. I don't think it's sport. Like, anybody can go out and run. Like, a person that sits at their desk for 40 hours a week can go out for a run. You can, you can run a marathon or, or whatever you want to do. You just in better. Sh- you're in good shape. Now
1: it's racing.
2: Racing. If you and for you to run a hundred yard, hundred meters, whatever it is, in nine seconds, you're an athlete. That, yes. That's sport. Yes, definitely.
1: But what? What about the Olympic champion marathon
2: winner? No, it's not a sport. Now. That's now, not sport.
1: Not, uh, uh, that's right. not sport. Hold it down. Hold it down. Listen, we're not taking we're not taking questions yet.
2: Uh, okay. hey.
1: Listen.
2: So, no. do but, you have to be a so? They have Olympic sports that's that's in the Olympics yes. every four years, right? Yes. To throw a javelin, do you have to be an athlete? No, but it's a skill. To throw a disc, it's a skill. I get it. I get it. And so is speaking fast. It's Good point. It's a skill, but that's not an Olympic sport. <laughs> You know, you know that's my thing. Like, if you, you, they they have shooting competitions and the little gun, this aim and all that. You don't need to be an athlete to aim a gun. It's not sport. But but if you're saying I and running running, we can man. You can take this out as soon as we're done at four with the two man weave. Yes. We can go out at four and and go for a run, and we can pick up random people on and. They not, won't be considered athlete, and it's, it definitely won't be sport.
1: But what about the person who can keep running, and what about the person who's the leader
2: of the pack of the run? They're in good shape.
1: But, wh- but if you're saying that 100 Your
2: lungs yard... are more equipped to run than mine.
1: If, if you're saying that a 100-yard dash is yes. a run, why isn't it if it's a longer version of that, a marathon, 400 meters, 800 meters, 1,600 meters?
2: It's just not sport, in my opinion. I don't, I don't look at it as, as sport. You I know? understand. Um, what about shuffleboard?
1: This game that they oh, play at that, the Olympics, they're blowing on the board. They're shuffling. They're, the, they, I want to get those guys this, to come over and clean my windows.
2: What's this joint? The, I don't um, know what that is. The, um, What's this thing called? Uh, curling. Yeah, they got that in the Olympics. What skill? Like, no, you just need to be able to walk on ice without falling. Right. <laughs> like, that don't take no skill. No, I get it. So you're not an athlete. I get definitely, it. Not, and it's, def, it's definitely not sport. I look at it as running. Like, you know how many people you see running just random in random cities all the time? Or you go to the gym, people running on the treadmill, they go to the court for a run. Everybody, when they get off work, oh, I'm going to go for a run. It's not sport. You're going out for a run. It's not sport. You're going out for a run.
1: It's the two-man weave. Michael Rapport, Kenny Martin coming live in Austin, Texas. So your workout... The next phase of your workout will be what? Will it be playing basketball, or will it be involve some running, some wind sprints? And because you're training for essentially a half court tournament, it's a little bit different because you're not going to need those runs, but you still need to be in professional basketball shape.
2: Still need to be in shape, um, but you get in like for me to go out and play, I'm going to probably not be in shape like I would if I was preparing for NBA season, right? um, An 82 grain grind and playing every other day and some back-to-backs but I'm I'm going to make sure that I'm that I'm in the shape that I know I need to be in to go out and play the way I need to play you know who,
1: who do you think are out of the guys that are competing that you know about in the in the in the in the, 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 the the big three tournament <laughs> that Ice Cube is uh come up with the creation of are going to be the biggest problems like, what do you, What can we expect? I mean, you, you haven't seen these guys play yeah. probably as much as anybody else. But, like, A.I., Steven Jackson's got a crew.
2: Yeah, I know Steven Jackson's been working out. Is Steven um, Jackson's on his grind. Yeah, he works out consistently. I, I, actually, I think Jack lifting too many weights right now. He's too diesel. Yeah, Jack is definitely too diesel. But, um, you know, you got guys who, who've, who's been the man on their team, so to speak, for year in, year out. But you got situations where... Um, it's some guys that might have just got done playing um, the last couple of years. You know that they juices are still flowing highly uh-huh. of being being competitive in the NBA. You know, so those guys. Um, yeah, I've got like Jermaine O'Neal myself. Um, I don't know if they. Um, on, I don't know if Cuttino Mobley has least reached, uh-huh. uh, reached out, but Cat can still play. Yeah. Um, it's the different guys, man. But that's that that basketball when they throw their uniform on it or whatever the situation is. That competitive edge comes, no matter what shape they're in. Right. That competitive edge is the most outstanding thing that they bring to the table. Their um, they best attribute is them being competitive, and I think I fit in that category.
1: I agree. I'm excited for your team. Uh, I'm going to really push to be a part of it. Now- team
2: team, Trillity, listen, well, we got a spot for you, man. Well, listen, we we definitely got a spot for you. Me and the commissioner, Roger Mason, were talking about you the other day. Okay. After I left you guys the other day for the show, I went and had a meeting with Roger Mason, yes. the commissioner of the Big Three. Yeah, he
1: we knows me. About,
2: yeah, and then we talked about you. All right. Probably not playing. Probably not playing. I'm right, not
1: looking to play.
2: Probably not playing right away. but I'm not but looking de- to play. We got a spot for you, Mike. We this got a spot. This guy's always hey. taking
1: pot shots at me.
2: Hey, we got a spot for you. Now, listen, if you want to be involved, guess what? You're going to be involved. Fair enough. I told you I got your back. I got you. This is a team thing. Fair enough. It's a two-man weave.
1: Yes. All right, speaking of a competitive, mm-hmm. the playoffs are, are, are there upon us. The East, yes. the Celtics, yes. the Wizards, yes. the Raptors, yes. the Hawks. What's the deal? I'm going to just cherry pick off here. Okay. Now, I, I, again, you, I don't expect you to speak for him. Why okay. is it that every team that Dwight Howard plays for, there's arguments, beef, and, and people are frustrated with him? What, what can with, you say? With him? Of, with him. Like, uh, him and Schroeder are arguing last year. Him and Harden didn't get along. He came to L.A. Kobe didn't get along with him what is it about Dwight Howard that, that people find hard to get along with him that, that you can see and and don't uh, you think it, I feel like Dwight Howard like his career because his personality and his personality deficiencies mm-hmm. has been subject obviously they, the back injury that's a major league thing yeah for an athletic player like that but this guy everywhere yeah. he goes he can't get along with people that's the way it seems to me the yeah, fan
2: you hit the nail right on the head um uh, I've never played on the team of the Whitehawks so I don't know how he is on a daily basis. I can only speak from what I see from afar and things that I've heard.
1: Okay, see, so which is what?
2: It's his personality, man. Um, and,
1: but what is I don't it,
2: though? Think people, I think people, um, it come across as he doesn't love the game. Right. It, it, it's a joke. He's just out there because he's 6'11 and athletic. Uh huh. And that rubs some people the wrong way.
1: Like he's um, not working hard.
2: He probably works hard, but it's it's a you can tell when you're around somebody if they want it or not, or if they're about that or not. And I think guys sense with him that it's not about this. Right. He's just here because he can be. Uh huh. And it doesn't. It, it's not life or death, or sort of speak. You know, so nobody's gonna die, but it's. It's that important to some guys. Right. Like, that's the reason him and Kobe got along. You know, I mean, didn't get along. Because Kobe wanted to be a certain way. And you're going to do it this way. And I want it to be this way. And you're out here laughing and joking with the, con- the opposition and different things like that. And you're not opposed the same way. And, but that's why they didn't get along. But it's, it, it, it's something there that people see in him on a daily basis that rubs people the wrong way. I don't know because I've, I've never been around him from, on, on a day-to-day basis. But there's something that each stop that he's been has been something with his guys that's in the locker room with him.
1: Do you think that the obviously no one's allowed to just come out of high school, but the one and done of it all and the guys that are coming out of high school? Because there's been so many uh, guys that 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 have come up short that came Mm -hmm. out of high school. Obviously, there's a good bunch that have. Mm -hmm. But do you think that not learning how to play the game, that that lack of discipline, that lack of grind, that lack of doing things you don't want to do, that lack of a 6 a.m. practice when you're a junior in in college affects a guy like Dwight Howard and these other kids? Because you look at the tournament coming up, you know, there's some talented players, but like everybody's like the draft next year, the draft
2: next year. I'm like, draft for what? Yeah, it's it's definitely like you hit the nail on the head once again. It's. Like, Dwight Howard could definitely have benefited from being in college. Definitely. To 1, mature th- a little bit. Learn how to play. Learn how to play basketball. He never got
1: any better he from never, when he... he, he
2: never got, There's no skill there.
1: None. Just athleticism. Athleticism,
2: man. He's a hell of a... He one defensive player of the year. He <laughs> rebounds the ball. He block a few shots. But other than that, he didn't learn the ins and outs how to play the game of basketball, which I think college basketball could help him. Some guys don't, didn't need to go to college. Like LeBron right. learned how to play in all aspects of the game the right way. Kobe did the same thing. Garnett. Um, Kevin Garnett did the same thing. You have. It's limited, though. Like some guys need to go to college. Like I wasn't the most skillful player coming out of high school. Like I was athletic, jumped high, played hard, ran fast, but I couldn't hit my ass with both hands. Mm. Couldn't shoot. Mm. Shot 30% as a freshman from the free throw line. Mm. Are you serious? 30% as a freshman at University of Cincinnati from the free throw line. To the number one pick in the draft. Right. Dwight Howard, what'd he come in? Shooting 30% from the free throw line. What'd he shoot now? 50% from the free throw line.
1: Unacceptable.
2: It's not an improvement.
1: Do you, do, you, do you think that, uh, that, that these guys, like, it, they, we talk about a lot, the skinny genification of the NBA. Definitely. And, and these guys that are, aren't coming into the game. You know, I, I've asked you about this before. I'm concerned for me just as a fan, mm-hmm. you know, and going into the draft, the Lonzo ball of this and this draft pick this and this mm-hmm. draft pick, and everybody's like, oh, they're tanking to get a draft pick. For what?
2: They're not tanking. <laughs> they just suck. They're not tanking. Do you they, they, see, they don't have the talent to compete.
1: Do you see anybody in the NCAA this year that's going to come into the NBA next year and be great?
2: And be great? Um, they're decent players right now, man. You got the ball kid who's good. You got the Jackson kid that's at Carolina. You got the Justin Jackson kid that's at Kansas. Um, got some talented guys. Right. And I wish them nothing but the best. Obviously. You know, I hope they have a great, long, productive career in the NBA, whenever that is going to be, which... It's going to be very soon, from what I'm hearing. Very soon, you know. But it's um, it's game changers. No, I haven't seen one of those in years. Uh-huh. Somebody who I look at and be like, he the one. Uh huh. You know, um, maybe Ben Simmons. Right. Right now, I like the way he approached the game. He he plays hard. He's a pass first player. Big guy. Point guard, six eight, six nine. I think he's a he's a true point guard. Yeah. Which. In my opinion, that's get everybody involved, pass first, know the game. That's what I, I've seen from being at a far. Guys um, game changers now. I, I, f- build franchises around. Um, I, I, I don't know. know. There's some talent there. Trust me. There's, there's great talent there. Um, now, the kid at Washington. Um, got the ball key. Yeah. There, there's, there's numerous kids out there that, that, that can play.
1: Going but, back one time to, to Dwight Howard. Yes. Now, obviously, you know, he's cock diesel and, uh, you know, he's big muscles. Was he strong or was he more like a nimble? Like, when you're guarding him, do you feel like the strength or do you feel like just the quick? Is he more like the quickness and the jumping? Like, was he able to push, be pushed around for you? Uh,
2: <laughs> trying to... Um, for me, uh, I, I would love to have that bump every night. <laughs> I'm saying, I would love to. Like, I just there's nothing there with Dwight Howard yeah like he's gonna do what he do for his team he's gonna block a few shots he's gonna rebound great
1: but he doesn't want that grind
2: he don't want to mix it up Uh uh-huh he don't want to mix it up he want to be able to use that athleticism and jump and play free right you know all the muscles and shoulders and all that don't mean nothing
1: it doesn't mean anything not at all
2: man when you want to mix it up and get after it he just he didn't want that problem he's like listen can't take accolades and numbers of where he led the league in rebounds and blocks, and it's great. This is excellent for him, for his career, for mm-hmm. what he needed to accomplish. It's excellent. But as a whole, I just, I just don't see how you can just be a, a professional and getting paid top dollar. We all have deficiencies as a basketball player. We all have deficiencies. We all have some things we, somebody might do better than us. But I just look at a guy like that that's been around for so long, man. And people just praised and things like that. I just, he hasn't been my cup of tea, so to speak. I got As far you. as a five, man. I got you. As far as a five, man. Because i played against bigs that deserve the praise and all the acc- accolades that they've received. And i played against those guys, you know. And it's a, there's a gap, in my opinion, with Dwight and those guys. Um, he's done his job for his team but like i said i i don't know in person i've never been around today but there's something with him and his teammates that that rubs them the wrong way
1: this is a two-man weave that's good stuff Kenyon martin we'll be right back no i'm talking about finish breaking down the east going to the west
2: and no public restrooms people
1: no public restrooms for Kenyon martin we'll be right back finish up the easter conference playoffs all things nba we're looking for that bump We're looking for that action. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rapport, the two-man weave. NBA on TuneIn live from Austin, Texas. Yeah.
0: Two-man weave continues after this. Live from Austin, Texas. The site of South by Southwest on the NBA on TuneIn.
3: Hey, this is Miss Info from Hip Hop Beat. Join me this week as I drop the latest tracks from the world of hip hop. We're playing new music from Future and Drake, Machine Gun Kelly, Grammy-winning Chance the Rapper, and so much more. Oh, and speaking of those Grammys, your girl Info is breaking down all of the celebrity reactions and discussing that Drake diss from Jay-Z. I've got all the tea, so hit me up at Miss Info on Twitter. It's Hip Hop Beat on
4: TuneIn. Hip Hop
0: is on TuneIn. It's not just music.
3: It's Music Pulse.
0: It's Music Pulse. I love every song Music Pulse plays.
7: I'm in love with your body.
5: This is awesome music. With Music Pulse on TuneIn, you'll hear nothing but great songs like this. 24-karat magic
0: And favorites like this. You're on the pulse of the music.
4: Get your pulse grooving. Music
5: Pulse. I love it. With Music Pulse on TuneIn. All right.
4: TuneIn delivers the laughs with great comedy podcasts from your favorite comedians. Laugh it up with favorites like the Joe Rogan Experience.
5: Oh!
6: oh they both cracked. They wow. both cracked at the same time. Damn.
4: Or give your funny bone the old, right there, Fred, with Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Trade stories about their uncle that blew his fingers off because he never got married. He was trying to impress his nephews and nieces, right?
6: He's <laughs> so cool, Uncle Jimmy.
4: Ah! Right. Catch every episode of these great comedy podcasts and many more on TuneIn
6: need some adrenaline to get you through the day.
4: Are you ready to rock on?
6: Rock on has your back with savage hits by artists like Metallica. Oh, Time
4: marches on.
6: Green Day. Don't want to be an American idiot. There it goes, but it's on the minute. And Seether. if
7: you're out of direction. Rock on is exclusively on TuneIn. No way. Rock on. Music that always hits home. It's Soul Group. The home for classics from legends like Stevie Wonder. Marvin
4: Gaye.
7: And the Isley Brothers. And artists bringing the soul of today. John Legend, Frank Ocean, Miguel, and more. Music for the soul. From the soul. It's Soul Group exclusively on TuneIn.
5: You've discovered TuneIn. Now experience even more with TuneIn Premium.
4: With a subscription to TuneIn Premium, enjoy commercial-free music from your new favorite stations like Music Pulse, Hip-Hop Beat, and Country Roads.
5: Plus, TuneIn Premium brings you every play from every NFL, MLB, and NBA game live. And gives you
4: access to thousands of great audiobooks from every genre.
5: Find out what you've been missing with TuneIn Premium.
4: Upgrade today. the biggest hits of an era are on
0: 80s hits exclusively on TuneIn. are you telling me
1: you built a time machine
3: put
0: a from pop and r&b favorites to rock songs you'll remember forever turn up the boom box with hit after hit after hit including the very best of prince whitney houston olivia newton john tina turner new edition and more not just 80s music, 80s hits. Bueller on, tune in. Bueller. TuneIn puts you courtside for the 2016 college basketball season free all season long. Hear every call from hundreds of games from around the country live as teams battle for court supremacy throughout the year. Top 25 showdowns, rivalry games, and the NCAA National Tournament in March. TuneIn brings you the action with home and away calls from schools in every conference. Listen to college basketball all season long free on TuneIn. It's Two Man Weave with Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Oh, did
3: Martin get that?
0: On the way back down, he tipped in the alley-oop. That might be the dunk of the night. Live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas.
1: All right, we're back. South by Southwest, South by Southwest. Austin, Texas, the confrontational two. We're looking for the action. Hey, we, need
2: we need a theme song. We need a theme song, man. theme song.
1: We gotta hit up Uncle Snoop Dogg.
2: Yeah, we can definitely get Uncle to do something.
1: We gotta hit up somebody yeah. to get somebody to do something. I agree. Cause we, we need something funky, something like Nefarious, something like yeah, was like on, a little.
2: Sorry, I was on the plane with one of your um, fellow New York guys um, Ray Corn from Wu Tang yesterday. I saw Ray yesterday. We need
1: the chef to do yeah, have he, to do, do something for us, man. The chef is
2: definitely in effect, man. They well, was...
1: you know who could do something? He's got flow. Yeah. That. We need to get stacked, Stephen Jackson, to get He'll us something.
2: It. He'll do it for us. He'll definitely do it for us.
1: All right, yeah. we gotta hit him up, man. Right,
2: we'll get something going. Definitely the theme song.
1: Shout out to Steven Jackson. Shout out to the chef. Apparently Wu Tang was in the building last night in Austin, Texas. Yes. All week the Wu is here. Yeah, doing I heard it. my
2: man Meth um, got snowed in in New York, man. Yeah, um, it goes too. Yeah, a lot of people. Um, every time me and Meth see each other, I guess he get the same thing.
1: Are you Kenny Martin?
2: Yeah, we look. Well, I guess people think we looked alike, so he gets the same thing that I get. Like, everybody telling that, so every time we see each other, we be like, hey, twin.
1: M-E-T-H-O-D, you know, man. Know what I'm
2: talking about? That's my guy.
1: Um, all right. What we got now? The, East, the Eastern Conference, man, mm-hmm. I, I'm looking for some hope.
2: Because
1: yep. as you know, I want the Cleveland Cavaliers to get shocked. Mm-hmm. If you had to bet the house, philosophically.
2: Okay. I'm, I'm glad you threw that in there
1: if you had to bet the house for one team that could possibly shock the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are looking healthy, Kyrie Irving's looking healthy, LeBron James is looking healthy, Kevin Love is going to come back, the Wizards, the Celtics, the Raptors, the Hawks, the Pacers, my man Stan Van Gundy, the Bucks. If you had to bet the house for one team that could possibly pull off, I mean, it would be an upset of definitely, all upsets definitely. for a healthy Cleveland Cavalier team to go down. Who would you say, based on, what, based on where we are now, and everybody's, everybody's looking pretty good. Everybody's looking healthy in the East. There's no big injuries.
2: Um, I'm going to go team by team. Um, the Wizards. I, they're not ready, I don't think. I don't think they're ready. Uh, I, I just think they a few pieces away. I don't, I don't believe in their bench. Yeah. I think you need that bench to be productive. Um, the Celtics, still young. Uh, I, I just don't think of. Isaiah Thomas is a great talent. Um, I just don't see him being enough. I agree. In fourth quarter, like they, like the playoffs is a different animal. They're not gonna let him continue to do what he's doing in the fourth quarter in the regular season play.
1: Why? Explain.
2: It's emphasis. It's emphasis. They know that's that's the time that he wants to shine. He gets everybody else involved the first three quarters, and the fourth quarter he looks at his time, which a lot of great players throughout history has done. But I, I just don't think teams are going to, like, if whoever they play, if they do play Cleveland, Ty Lue and the coaching staff, they're not going to allow him to play one-on-one basketball and just free pick-and-roll basketball in the playoffs. They're not mm-hmm. going to do it. They're going to mm-hmm. trap him, put him in different situations, get the ball out of his hand, post him up on the other end, make him play some defense because he is by far one of the worst defenders in the NBA.
1: Is it because he's just undersized? No, 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 he
2: no. Try? No, 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 no. It's not because he's undersized. He's bad. I, you know I me? Mean, I sit there and I – like a game, like I pick certain games and I'll watch certain things in the game.
1: Specifically?
2: His help side defense, his on the ball defense. Isaiah Thomas, you're speaking of. Yes. So I'll pick him out one game. I've heard somebody say it before. Somebody did his plus minus when he was on the court. And it was surprisingly bad because of the defensive end mm. until the fourth quarter starts. So I just looked at him one game they were playing and I just watched him for a few possessions, maybe a quarter or so, and just watched the way he interacted on defense. And there wasn't a lot of engagement mm. on his behalf. Mm-hmm. same thing they say about James Harden. Mm-hmm. You know, but if they were to play, say, Cleveland in the, West, in the Eastern Conference Finals, they're going to do things, or I would if I was coaching the team, to make him defend, put him in the post, put him in every pick and roll possible when he's out there. How are you going to defend it? You're going to switch it? You're going to trap it? Whatever you're going to do, but I'm putting him in it. He's, Isaiah Thomas will be involved in 85% of stuff that we run offensively. And I just don't think that he he doesn't he's enough in order for them to beat Cleveland.
1: Do you think... The, Toronto? The, the, Toronto?
2: If they get Cal back and Cal's playing up to where he's capable of playing, yeah, they've, they've been there for the last few years. And them adding Ibaka, him coming from the, um, the Thunder and being in a winning situation with those guys, I think he adds something to that with the way DeRozan is playing. I, I think they... Of any team there, I think they have a a decent chance because they've been there. The, the experience of them being there, I think, um, is a lot. Um, the Hawks losing Cal Corver and
1: Al uh,
2: Al Horford, and Jeff T. T. They lost um, the whole crew. Yeah, I I, I I don't think they have a chance. Not a like they have zero chance of beating the Cavs. Right, zero chance. So Other than the Raptors and. The Pistons young. I just, Stan Van Gundy is a hell of a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the makeup of their team. Um, yeah. I like Tobias Harris a lot. Um, I They're like not Reggie ready for Jackson. Prime time. I like Reggie Jackson. They're going to compete. They're going to be there. But it's, when you add LeBron James to any equation with a team, and they have, not necessarily, they don't have to have, have superb talent, just decent talent. He makes everybody around him better. So with that said, I, I, I just can't see anyone in the East for if it was a seven-game series unless he's not playing, Right. beating the Cleveland Cavaliers.
1: Do you have any aspirations of coaching? Because one of the things that I, I've realized from doing this show with you and talking about basketball is, is, is just how much of a student you are of the game, how much the coaching that you had, especially in college – meant to you and 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 i feel like you could be such a good not only just a role model model for a team but explain the x's and o's to kids have them work on the technical parts of the game is that anything that's ever crossed your mind
2: it is um i've been i've been told, um i was told by um one of our assistant coaches that we had in denver tim gergerich um tim was around with the unlv teams in the 90s and He's been around the NBA for, for a long time, well-respected. He has a big man's camp every year, well, just a camp every year in Vegas. And he told me um, when we were in Denver, um, if I didn't give back to the game coach in some aspect, I cheated the game. Uh-huh. With that said, it's just my knowledge of basketball uh-huh. and being articulated and understand it on the fly. Uh uh-huh. and, and, and to your question, yes, um, there, there are aspirations of coaching um, right now, probably not right now. Right. Um, I just got done playing. I want to spend a little time with my family. Like I said, my son is in high school getting ready to go to college. Mm-hmm. I want to guide him and me- mentor him and doing it the right way, make sure that everything is right in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But definitely want to get into coaching, whether it's on the high school level or the college level, being able to teach the game and coach the game the way I was taught and the way I, I see in my vision the way games should be played. Right. And not to take anything to the way the other guys approach the game, that's just the way they see it, the way they want to teach it and the way they want to approach it. But for me, it's making sure that you become a complete basketball player and and people look at you as that and not, oh, he has this deficiency or he can't do this and things like that. And and for me it's it goes back to my roots where I grew up and having Bob Huggins as a college coach. And made sure I did it the right way each and every time you stepped on the court. And I feel a lot of kids and a lot of Kids are missing that. And I don't blame the kids. Uh-huh. I don't blame the talent. I don't blame the kid at all. I blame the, the parents, the AAU coaches, the high school coaches. I blame them. Uh-huh. Like, it's not the kids' fault. Uh-huh. The kids only gonna do and go out what you allow them to do and what you don't tell them or teach them to do. Everybody wants to be Steph Curry now. Before, it's crazy. Every, everybody wanted to be like Mike. No, it was Mike. Everything was in the mid post, dunking the, the complete game. Now everybody wants to be Steph Curry. And guess what? Everybody's not going to, everybody wasn't Mike. Everybody's not going to be Steph. Uh huh. So you have to play the game and complete your game and not just a, that my, I got crazy handle and I can shoot the ball from 35 feet. Right. Everybody can't do that. Yeah, there's, look- a, there's other aspects of basketball that can make you effective. And that's getting all aspects down, not just certain things. I agree. You can be a great rebound. You can be a shot blocker, free throws. But who's to say that you can't do all of those things?
1: All right. This is a two-man weave. Kenyon Martin breaking it down, the X's and O's. It's funny, Kenyon. Yes. Normally, I would say, ah, 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 I'm the brains, you're the brawn. But you're the brains, I'm the brawn here. Because you and you talk about basketball... Uh, it's fantastic yeah. to listen to.
2: If I don't know anything else in this mic, in this world, I know basketball.
1: Well, you know basketball, but do you know about Brockmire?
2: Hey, I'm, huh? hearing, I'm hearing more and more about Brockmire, about this meltdown or whatever it is. You, you, you know about hey, the meltdown? No, I don't know about it personally, but today, since we've been here before we came on air and everything, I've heard a lot about this. is so pretty important, I guess.
1: Yeah, this Brockmire, he's a baseball announcer. He went nuts on the air. Okay. He went totally crazy. He had an on-air meltdown, was on full display in front of millions of listeners, millions of viewers, years after his breakdown, Kenyon. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brockmeyer, he's back. He's finally back. Everybody was like, where's Brockmire? Where's Brockmire? He's back from his career low calling minor league games. So they give him a
2: leave of absence? They, he's back. <laughs> did, they,
1: the people did they put him on leave? Him. They got his medication right. <laughs> they, <laughs> he's back. He's got his together. new show starring Hank Azaria. Amanda Pete, IFC's new show Brockmire gets in front of the mic every Wednesday night beginning April 5th, only on IFC. Hey, Azari's he a great actor.
2: to tune in, man. I thought he was going to be on after the two-man week.
1: Maybe we get Brockmire on the show. Yeah, we see get him see on if the two he has a freak week. out here. Hey,
2: let's see if we can get him to have one of them classic historic breakdowns on here. Watch
1: Brockmire coming in April 5th. Hey Kazari, Amanda Pete, IFC's new show Brockmire gets in front of the mic every Wednesday night. This is the we
2: two-man weave. <laughs> um, yo, somebody got, hey, <coughs> speaking of, we down here at South by Southwest yes. in Austin, man. Two-man weave. Yo, I think somebody got mowed down on the sidewalk outside my hotel this morning. Hey, I looked out the window. There was a taxi up on the curb, man. There's cops, ambulance, everything outside. Are you yo, serious? First thing, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I think the t- it was the taxi driver. I think the taxi driver was at a party last night with Wu. I think he was at the Wu-Tang concert last night. He had a little too many, man. He was. I'm like that's never a good thing. Uh, yeah, this is one of those things that it's unfortunate that happened down here. But it's mm. hey.
1: Hopefully everybody
2: was yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was like, wow, that's that's what's going on down in here. Austin, but Texas. Yes, hey, College Town.
1: Yes, yes, yes. All right.
2: What you got, boss?
1: Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Western Conference playoffs. Is, is are we are we overlooking everybody by just talking about the Golden State Warriors and the Spurs? And the Spurs? I mean are the Rockets they beat the Cavs the other day in a tough game they came back. I still have my questions. The Jazz, mm-hmm. the Clippers, oh. the Thunder, the Grizzlies, the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. I mean, who can who can out of the, out of the, out of these teams can, can anybody wind up coming out of the West besides the Spurs and the Warriors? No. The Rockets the Rockets <laughs> can't do it. No. How will their offensive uh, attack change during the playoffs?
2: Because they have gaps and lapses defensively. Break it down. You know, you can't have laps and defensive, defensive deficiencies in, in the playoffs. You know, you have to be engaged because there comes a point to where those threes, that all the threes they shooting, everybody's not going to make them every game. Right. And there's going to be a game that everybody's off. The ball, is, the ball just won't go in no matter what you do. And you have to be able to re- rely on getting stops. And I don't think they are equipped. I don't think the Houston Rockets are equipped to, to be that defensive team that they need to be when, if, if called on. You know, they have a lot of offensive minded guys, which they've played, the, hey, they're shooting the ball on a historic number pace right now, which is great, but I just don't think they have enough to beat the Warriors or the Spurs in a seven-game series for that for, for those reasons because one thing you know about San Antonio Spurs, they're going to defend. Right. They're going to play the right way. I think the Warriors have good enough schemes defensively. I don't think they have good defensive players. Mm-hmm. I think they have good enough schemes and they they know they've learned how to play with one another over the years. And they know each and everybody's deficiency, so they, they account for that. Um, the Thunder, I'm, I, if I, I'm a big-time, big-time Russell Westbrook fan. You know, and it's hard for me to say anything negative that he's involved with. Yeah, he's cause, ridiculous. Because the way he approaches the game, man. And, and I love what he's doing. I love the additions of Todd Gibson and McDermott, and they're getting Oladipo health, healthy, cancer's back. Yep. Um, you know i just think i think they have a chance I, if i was with, with whichever team the warriors or the spurs in the first round if, if if oklahoma city was to stand seven i wouldn't want to face them i agree if i i, I know i said earlier that, that i would be more afraid of the grizzlies because what they bring to the table in the first round but if i was either one of those teams i would not want to play to go um, oklahoma city thunder in the first round
1: all right we're gonna be back, we're gonna be right back with the last segment of the two-man weave, Kenny Martin, Michael Rapport. We're gonna finish breaking down the West. I we'll wanna talk about the Clippers. I want them to get their act together. The Nuggets, the Jazz, and everything else that has to do with the NBA. The skinny genification moment three of the week. Definitely got another one coming right up. Kenny Martin, Michael Rapport, live from Austin. The two-man weave. We're we'll right back.
0: You're listening to the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals. It's Two Man Weave, live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. We'll be right back after this quick timeout.
3: Hey, this is Miss Info from Hip Hop Beat. Join me this week as I drop the latest tracks from the world of hip hop. We're playing new music from Future and Drake, Machine Gun Kelly, Grammy-winning Chance the Rapper, and so much more. Oh, and speaking of those Grammys, your girl Info is breaking down all of the celebrity reactions and discussing that Drake diss from Jay-Z. I've got all the tea, so hit me up at Miss Info on Twitter. It's Hip Hop Beat on
4: TuneIn. (laughs) (laughs) Music you want. Hip Hop is on TuneIn. It's not just music
3: It's Music
5: Pulse
0: It's Music Pulse I love every song Music Pulse plays I'm in love with your body whoa, whoa,
5: whoa. This is awesome music With Music Pulse on TuneIn You'll hear nothing but great songs like this 24 karat magic in the
0: air And favorites like this You're on the pulse of
4: the music Get your pulse grooving Music
5: Pulse I love it With Music Pulse on TuneIn All right
4: TuneIn delivers the laughs with great comedy podcasts from your favorite comedians. Laugh it up with favorites like the Joe Rogan experience.
6: Oh, oh they both cracked. They wow. both cracked at the same time. Damn.
4: Or give your funny bone the old, right there, Fred, with Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast. Trade stories about their uncle that blew his fingers off because he never got married. He was trying to impress his nephews and nieces, right?
6: He's <laughs> so cool, Uncle Jimmy. Ah! Right?
4: Catch every episode of these great comedy podcasts and many more on TuneIn.
6: Need some adrenaline to get you through the day.
4: Are you ready to rock? Rock
6: on has your back with savage hits by artists like Metallica. Green oh, Day. Don't wanna be an American idiot. There it goes, but it's on the and Caether. Rock On is exclusively on TuneIn. No
7: rock On. Music that always hits home. It's Soul Group. The home for classics from legends like Stevie Wonder. Marvin Gaye. And the Isley Brothers. And artists bringing the soul of today. John Legend, Frank Ocean, Miguel, and more. Music for the soul. From the soul, it's Soul Group, exclusively on TuneIn.
5: You've discovered TuneIn. Now experience even more with TuneIn Premium.
4: With a subscription to TuneIn Premium, enjoy commercial-free music from your new favorite stations like Music Pulse, Hip-Hop Beat, and Country Roads.
5: Plus, TuneIn Premium brings you every play from every NFL, MLB, and NBA game live. And gives you
4: access to thousands of great audiobooks from every genre.
5: Find out what you've been missing with TuneIn Premium.
4: Upgrade today. biggest hits of an era
0: are on 80s hits exclusively on TuneIn. are you telling me
1: you built a time machine
0: a from pop and r&b favorites to rock songs you'll remember forever turn up the boom box with hit after hit after hit including the very best of prince whitney houston olivia newton john tina turner new edition and more not just 80s music, 80s hits. Bueller on tune in. Bueller. TuneIn puts you courtside for the 2016 college basketball season free all season long. Hear every call from hundreds of games from around the country live as teams battle for court supremacy throughout the year. Top 25 showdowns, rivalry games, and the NCAA National Tournament in March. TuneIn brings you the action with home and away calls from schools in every conference. Listen to college basketball all season long free on TuneIn. Two Man Weave with Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Oh, did Martin get that? On the way back down, he tipped in the alley oop. That might be the dunk of the night. Live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas.
1: All right, we're back. Two Man Weave. 15 minutes ago in another epic episode of Two Man Weave, Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport, the confrontational two, looking for that action. We're talking about the Western Conference. The realistic chances of other teams in the Western Conference. The Los Angeles Clippers, Kenyon, it's do or die. Chris Paul, Blake, they're coming to the end of their contracts. Mm -hmm. The Clippers have been around the last few years and and they haven't been able to get over the hump. Will they be able to get over the hump? What's the the deal with this team? What are the deficiencies with this team? Because the beginning of the season they were looking good. Obviously injuries Injuries you can't
2: predict. It's, I just, I I look at the Clippers having the same problem that we had in Denver,
6: which was, wh-
2: which is, a lot of talent, from top to bottom, right, a lot of talent, but not a a, a team. I don't think. Um, you gotta learn how to play together. And you gotta trust one another. And you gotta, everybody has to complement each other well, and everything has to fall in place. And I don't, that hasn't happened, and I just don't. I, I just don't see it happening for that team right now. Um, I right, said so they've put together good pieces. Guys who've been solid throughout their careers, been great professionals, um, put up numbers, mm-hmm. Hall of Fame numbers and things like that, so to speak. But that doesn't necessarily translate in you being a good team mm. and, and being able to compete for a championship. And they can't beat Golden State. No. But it's, they, but they've it... lost 10 straight. Yeah. Since, ever since... Doc, I don't know if it was before that or after Doc Rivers made the statement that he doesn't see the talent gap with between the, the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Clippers. And obviously Golden State took offense to it. They beat him ten straight times.
1: There's a talent gap there.
2: <laughs> There's a talent gap there. Now,
1: Chris Paul, everybody respects Chris uh-huh. Paul, everybody loves Chris Paul. The fact that he's never gotten over that hump... Mm-hmm. How, how does that affect his legacy and, 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 and these things about legacy and all that? Is it just happenstance or does it mean anything? Is Chris Paul, uh, God forbid I say this, overrated? Or is it just circumstantial? Obviously, the, the injuries have, have yeah. sucked for Chris Paul. And his, I love him as yeah, a his, player. And he's his, had some great yeah. seasons.
2: His numbers are, are there, Hall of Fame worthy. Numbers are there. Um, he's been on talented teams, um, New Orleans. Clippers, been on talented teams, so I' been best played with decent players. Um we'll, we'll played against them one year in the playoffs when I was with Denver. Um, it's Chris Paul is a hell of a talent. Yep. Um he's good for the game in this aspect that he he's a he's a point guard. True which, point guard. True point guard. And I think that has to a fault, has handicapped some of the guys on the team. How so? They used to being spoon-fed. With the ball? Yes. Um, I, I look at Chris Paul as he does things where, like during the course of the game, you pass the ball, get everybody involved, fourth quarter, he tries to take over, which a lot of great players do. But I just think if, if you watch them play, and you know the game, which you do, Mike. Thank you. Just look at the fact that The assist numbers on the nightly basis. Uh Uh-huh. You know, in basketball, there's this thing where people say it's a hockey assist. You know, the pass to the pass. Uh Uh-huh. Not a lot of that goes on with Chris Paul. Okay. You know, it's either his assist or it's not an assist. He's holding the ball beat too long? A pass too long? Some guys feel that way. Right. That knows the game, that plays the game, point guards, other people that's been around the game feel feel that way. Not necessarily it's bad or good, it's just one of those things that's there. Uh Uh-huh. people that know the game and been around the game and pay attention to the details of the game. I got you. That's what guys see at times. So therefore, when he's out, if he's injured, those same guys that he's been pacifying and spoon feeding, they're not used to handling the ball or being decision makers. I got you. So they got to do that and play. Everybody can't do that.
1: Is Blake? Is Blake going to turn the corner? And and you know, at one point he was considered top top three player. Is he being overlooked? Obviously, the injuries have been tough for him too. As somebody who's also so athletic, I, w- w- what is Blake? I, what is his career going to come down to? I don't see, a, com, com, I, don't see a,
2: I don't see a Kevin Garnett or Tim Duncan or Carl Malone kind of career. Right. Um, I don't look at him as that. I look at him as a hell of of an athlete. Truck, right? One of the best athletes that's ever played in the National Basketball Association. Hands down. I just... For him to be that gifted Uh athletically, there's something missing.
1: And what do you think it is? You're smiling.
2: (laughs) Um... (coughs) Well, I ain't never bit my tongue. I'm not going to start now. Uh, I just think it's toughness. I think it's heart. I think it's that. I think it's heart. I think it's toughness. Somebody says Zach Randolph, which Zach has toughness and heart. I just think that's what Blake is missing. And people that's played against him throughout his career sense that. Right. You know, there's things that could happen. You can be in certain situations throughout your career. That people pick up on and and, and it follows you. Well, like, people look at Blake as soft. Okay. They do. They look at Blake as being soft. Right. And that being said, everybody's going after you, and they get the best of it sometimes. In I my got opinion. you. And I just don't. They got good talent. has have good talent. DeAndre. Great talent athletically. I just the way the NBA is nowadays. I just think you. You can't have both of them. You can't have Blake and DJ. Wow. It's my, my opinion. My, to, solely my opinion.
1: Those guys aren't making th- their lives easier playing together. To, Explain why in basketball terms.
2: You, you need one guy to be able to do something better than the other guy. Okay. At those positions, four and five. they play. The, he's a power forward and a center. Uh-huh. You need one guy to do something better than the other guy. Okay. In that situation, what is it? hmm what is it?
1: I don't know. Blake's a better shooter. Obviously, D- he's worked you... at it. Yes. He he's, has worked he's, at it.
2: He's worked his elbow. All of that. He's worked at it. 12, 15. But it? it's, it's not a people don't respect it. Right.
1: It's not like it's like
2: he's uh, going out there and people are like, well, we got to worry about Blake. He's a do- he's a drop dead shooter. I got you. We can play him and DJ the same. I got you. That's what people look at. it. We can play him and DeAndre the same. they want more plays for Blake, but they're the same player. So in my opinion you can't in order for them to get over the hump either one of them has to take a back seat and not be a starter and they stagger minutes uh,
1: which not going to happen
2: they trade one of them or one of them leaves
1: can can guy, can guys like Blake and DeAndre get mean can you teach toughness mm-hmm. obviously they
2: both work hard you know they both yeah, care extremely hard they care but can but they get mean? If it's, if it's in you, Either that dog is in you, uh. or it's not. And they've DeAndre. They've they've tamed DeAndre to a certain degree because he was channeling it the wrong way. Right. You know, when I was on the team, it was a lot of stuff that didn't do had to do with basketball that he was worried about, complaining playing about stuff. Great talent. Uh huh. But I think they've tried to tame that uh. to where it took away from. Some other stuff that, that, that was in it. I got you. And and Blake has never been in it. I got you. Talented? Yes. Yes. Athlete, yes. I just don't, it's not in it. You know?
1: Yeah, we need to teach him to snarl like uh, uh, Rocky you know, Four.
2: You know, it's, it's like when we were in the playoffs, when I was playing for the Clippers, myself and Reggie Evans were on the team. And we are a little older, we made a reputation for ourselves of playing a certain way. Uh huh. And you got the two young bigs, DeAndre and Blake. Uh-huh. And we're playing Memphis in the playoffs, and they got Mark Gasol and Zach Randolph. Uh-huh. So, of course, you want to have your young guys in the game late. You think that's the answer. So, Vinny DeNego is our coach. He's getting ready to take me, myself, and Reg Evans out of the game. Chauncey Billups, being the guy I know him as, goes to Vinny and was like, listen, if you want to win this game, in this series, You'll leave Kenny and Reggie in the game. Because he knew at that moment what it was about. It's about grit, it's about toughness. It's uh-huh. about and Zach and Mark don't look at Blake and DeAndre in that aspect. Not say they're afraid of me and Reggie. I understand. But they know it's gonna be a different ball game if we're on the court. I got you. It's gonna be a different fight if right. we're on the court. Right. No punches thrown, but it's gonna be a different grind, a different battle. If me and Ridge is in the game,
1: it's almost like a mental thing. Yeah, and uh, that so they have to be aware if of. If they
2: see Blake out there or DeAndre out there, they hey, they salivate. They like, oh, I got this young guy. I, hey, he's soft. I got him. I'm saying that's what they that's they that's their mindset. Because uh-huh. I would think the same thing. Right. If they out there and I've been getting taking advantage of them, talking to them, being a certain way with them, and there's no pushback, you know, they are, like Zach Randolph look at Blake in a certain eye, mm. a certain vision, and. He translate that onto the court when he's in. If I'm out there, he knows, it's, hey, it's going to be a battle. We're going to be, we're gonna we gonna be get it. We gonna, we respect each other to a point to where we're going to take it right to the edge, to where people think we don't like each other. But it's basketball. It's I got competitive. You. I got you. At the highest level. Right. And people don't look at Blake and DeAndre as that. I got you. You know, so that's, the, that's my take and my opinion on it. I just can't see anyone other than the Spurs or the Warriors playing in the Western Conference Finals. One of them, two.
1: Your prediction right now, based on everything you know about injuries, Kevin Durant is supposed to come back. Mm -hmm. Uh, Larry Sanders has joined the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hopefully, God willing, we want LaMarcus Aldridge healthy because that's scary when they start talking about heart issues.
2: Spurs-Cavs.
1: Whoa! Kevin Durant makes Spurs, it back. Cavs.
2: Spurs Cavs finals.
1: And can Spurs the, Cavs. Can the Spurs beat the Cavaliers? Say yes. Yes. They can. Yes. Are you willing to say that? So, so based on everything you know, the Spurs Cavs, and you would predict, or they can beat them, yes. or you don't
2: know. I agree. I, I'm, I'm a hey. If anybody in this NBA that I respect to the utmost, that I think I would carry his bags, is Greg Popovich. Why? <laughs> the History's there, man. It's it's. The We're hi- in Texas? Yeah, no, it, it, it's the history is there, man. The proof is in the pudding. Um, women lie, men lie, numbers don't. Uh. Championships. Yep. You're in, you're out. They, if not the team to beat, they're in the conversation of team to beat. Okay. Whether it was Tim Duncan there or after Tim, David Robinson, whatever, it's pop has been the, the intricate part of all of that. And for them to be able to adjust year in year out, the way the league is going—from being a dominant inside team with having Tim and David to to the pick and roll era with different guys—and now the everybody play fast and shoot—to be able to adjust each and every year to be have 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 a, have a chance, not to win it every year, but for you to have a chance, right. name to be in the conversation, it says a lot. And it starts with him. Him, him holding his team accountable the way they play the, bat, the game, um, the way the game um, they play the way they play the game, um, the game of basketball they always have a chance it's incredible always have a chance
1: alright this has been the two man weave live from Austin, Texas tomorrow we'll be back here I got, I, I, Kenyon Martin cannot make it the man is in demand it's all over ESPN, Fox Sports doing broadcast this, broadcast that so I got Karan Butler filling in tough juice Tough juice.
2: Played hard. I love. Listen, man, Teron was one of the most underrated guys in the league, man. I, I saw him out. I let him know how the show was going to be. Me and him have a conversation. So you got a great co-host, okay. man, coming here tomorrow. You, He's you a good c- dude, man. So uh, I stamped the, um, uh, the approval of Caron joining us, man. It's a good time.
1: I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to be back. We do the show every week until the wheels fall off. 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock Eastern. The NBA on TuneIn. OK, we're going to be rocking with you through the playoffs, through your emotional highs, your emotional lows. Kenyon's going to see a side of me he didn't know about. OK, because when it gets rough for the playoffs, it's really just at this point yeah. about taking down the Cavs. I don't want to see them. No matter, win. Who, no matter who it is. I don't care who it is. You
2: want them to go down. The
1: Miami Heat could come from the dead.
2: Yeah, you just want the Cavs to lose. I get it.
1: We'll uh, be back with the NBA on tune In tomorrow. Karan Bubbler will be filling in for the great Kenyon Martin. Kenyon, have a great trip. Yes, sir. Have a great weekend. I'll hold it down for you here in Austin. I'll see you next week. My name is Michael Rapport. The name of the show is The Two-Man Weave, The Confrontational Two, the NBA on TuneIn. We're here all week from Austin, Texas. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. We'll see you next week. We'll see you tomorrow.
2: You've yeah. been
0: listening to Two Man Weed with Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Right here on TuneIn. You're listening to the NBA on TuneIn. Your everything audio app.